could I do to like tap to tap into a different market like that? Like if I what w- comes to mind? If I wanted to get like my black my black followers up, like what would I do? Give them up? Yeah, get them up. Oh, like get, get, yeah, get like to them get up. my black followers like up. They said give them up. Um that's like that's a good one. I think to get any sort of specific demographic you can do the regular taglines, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Black Lives Matter. You could yeah. do LGBTQ yeah. friendly or loving. Yes. <laughs> um, stop Asian hate. Yeah. What is the other one? Also, you could even do All Lives Matter if you really want to include no, everyone. Wait, no, I think that that's a an- that's against that's the a, room? Yeah, I think that's an anti. I think that would I would lose mm. black followers. Oh, okay. Yeah, because wow. again, remember that was like used as like a retort yes. to Black Lives Matter, like in a sense. I don't know. Whatever. Right, because the whole thing is Black Lives Matter became a thing because black people wanted to exhibit yes. that there's clearly what seems like no mattering when it comes to a black life, right? So now they're saying it, in, but like, yeah. I know this seems like a ridiculous statement to make that like our lives matter, like, but that's why we're making it because it's a, it, it, it's we're in a ridiculous point to have to say something like that, right. um, and then so then when the all lives matter came, it came as like a literal response to that, like, well, don't we all matter? It's like, oh, see, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers are good because that's be true. Because all lives do matter, you know. So it's <laughs> it'll never end. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that. <laughs> what would you say if you were in fact trying to reach a larger? I would. Crowd? Well, f- first of all, I would have probably only black guests. <laughs> right, that would make right? sense. Because what is a what's a black movie to you? A black move? Black movie. Like oh, to me like a black uh, film if if you get in this conversation what do you think a black film is? This is funny. I I know a lot of weird things and I don't know why I know them. Okay. Especially go- growing up in Puerto Rico, I was very familiar um what is that movie? Boys Two Men is is the band. Okay. Yes. But there's. Although we've come. But is that a movie as well? To the end yeah, yeah. But is there a movie named that as well? End of the road. No, no. Boys Two Men. Uh, um, I rem- I feel like I remember seeing that on VHS, like in it's my dad's It's very old. House. I think it's from the nineties, but. No, no, no. I'm thinking of Boys from the Hood. No, that's what I'm thinking about. Oh, boys okay. from the Hood. Okay, know that one. Yeah, 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 yeah no, yeah, yeah. that's what I... Yeah. It's not Boys from, boys from the Hood, yes. First of all, what is it? Is it Boys from the Hood or Boys in the Hood? 
Boys in the in the bo- hood. Boys in the hood. Yeah, yes. I can't believe I'm gonna get no because for not I had knowing the I, name of that. I've had this. I had this movie for a long time. Yeah, so that's kind of what comes to mind for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said that. I was like, where the fuck so, is this? Boys in the Hood? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's sort of like. Thinking of, of, oh, that's fucking hilarious. Of another one, the backup is Baby Boy. I like just replayed on MTV over and over for like five years. So, <laughs> all right. So your idea of black cinema is I'm, Boys in the Hood. So this is to say I'm, I'm now well versed. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. So I mean, ultimately, it seems like, um, because this is kind of a funny conversation because. You could just say it's predominantly casted black. Right. Maybe that could be director, producer, like all all through the ranks, like mostly black people have put this together. Or it could just, um, I've heard some people say speaking on specific like black struggles. But do you think that's funny as well? Like, yeah. To like, because when I hear that, I think of, and, and whether it applies to whomever, like, how many people did you ask and how accurate are are, are your results? Like, well, like how do we collectively going, decide what are black struggles? Yes. Or well, any type of like a white struggle or I think what you really just do is you have to investigate the places that you're about to try to shoot, right? Yeah. Or you, that you're gonna try to exemplify. And you just have to be there. You have to just talk yeah. talk to people and just I mean, if you're not already of that ilk, if you're not from that class, if you've never already experienced this, and you you got to go fucking do research. Research is, but research is such a funny game. I was talking to Duty about this the other day because I was talking to him about Mariana Von, whatever the fuck her name is that does. Oh, Van Zeller. Van Zeller that does traffic. Yes, and I'm like, she's awesome. Un- but think about this: she goes everywhere all over the world trying to find Counseling. out who's trafficking drugs who's trafficking organs. arms who's trafficking organs who's trafficking people as a whole monkeys M- monkeys birds, you name it she's in the shit like hair she's she's all in the yeah. shit but if she wasn't doing her job we wouldn't know these things we don't know a lot of things. it's like but that's the whole point is like who's really doing journalism journalism like who's getting down like that? Because that's a very specific job. It's a very dangerous job. I know that when you go places, you kind of have like some sort of protection because you're because you're not on any military. You're just a citizen. You probably right. have a little fucking I'm a media. You have a media pass of some sort. And I think you're supposed to be protected by law. But some motherfuckers don't care about the law. And like, so like you have to really put yourself out there. So if we're not, if people aren't doing that sort of journalism, like that's a ton of information that, about shit in general, like you're not getting, like you're just not going to get that's it. Crazy, like, do you, right? where do you get news from? Like, do or do you, I asked Jessica this on the last one. I unfortunately can't say maybe the most reliable sources. I'm, I don't really look for news. I just may come across something. From, What's your Twitter feed like? I don't have Twitter. Oh, wait, Facebook. Okay, so with Facebook. So I'll do a little bit of Facebook. And when you did have Twitter, like, what were you looking at? That was a while ago. Um, unfortunately, I think everything because I was <laughs> <laughs> because I was I was going through my Twitter feed, 
in like the first four hours of my day. So it's like 1 p.m. Right, that's so 2 p.m. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I went through everything already. Like, I need more. So I would have to wait. Like, I'd reload for the next like three Running hours. Running out of data on Twitter is crazy. So does that mean just. And I followed like not, 400 people. Okay, I was going to ask you how many people you followed. Yeah, I think it was like three something followed me. Maybe like 100 of those were active. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were probably bots. And then I followed. Probably 400 plus, something like that. But I deleted that account. But going through that amount of data in four hours time, Earl, that means that you must actually, that's that's all I did. But your scrolling just, rate must have been insane because you weren't like looking at anything. Well, and remember, tweets are not that long. I know, like, but I feel like there's, articles. but there's like an investigation into things like you, like you're, okay. This is the way I'm thinking that it would work. You're human. You have your very specific interest in something. Then you get on Twitter. And what Twitter allows is for every individual to go live in whatever world they want to go live in. Right. And this will at some point in time probably become virtual reality. And people will legitimately be living in whatever world they want to. Which I still think it's legitimate now. Yeah. The way that people use Twitter. This has been going on for a long time. And so I think that you would see something and maybe you would see some tweets and you would click on that tweet. And maybe it's an article, maybe it's not, I don't know. But then you would investigate things about that tweet, yeah. like some of the surrounding no, those are, those information. Are retweets and, and things like that. And, it's, so, and sub, I don't know. Threads. Threads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. I could imagine getting deep into threads, I guess. Yeah, I'm no, saying. that happens all the time. But so again, I follow 400 people. Maybe a third of those are fake accounts that have expired over time. <sighs> maybe half of that. It's just a few people that kind of tweet once or twice a day. Mm. So maybe the pool is just not that big I'll, based yeah, on, you, on who I followed you, at the time. I was about to say, your feed sounds a little like trash. Like, it seemed like well, it was lacking. That seemed like a malnutrition feed. No, it definitely could have. But I still had plenty of content Yeah. to hold me down. I just didn't to have me down. 12 hours worth of content, which Damn. was obviously the issue in itself. But. Yeah, no, that. Okay, so you, but you weren't getting news though. You don't remember getting news. Yeah, no, definitely on Twitter. Okay, so you were yeah. like, hearing about things going on yeah. like globally. And, and I, were... I did also live at home when I was using Twitter and my mom was always watching the news. But you don't now. And so now I, I'd like to ask you, why, why don't you? Do you feel like it's important enough to do so? I feel like I don't have an educated answer because I haven't thought about it mm. in depth. What it's a I good will answer. S- what I will say now is that I feel as though like things that I kind of should know come to the surface. Okay. Through just talking to people. Okay. Definitely through having my parents. Like if something happens that I need to know, mom is going to be the first <laughs> one on the phone like, hey, did you hear about this? <laughs> Like, she's, she's on top of things. So, I do feel confident in that. I I am relatively active on Instagram and on Facebook. So, I feel as though, like, throughout the days, something would come up there as well. But, at the moment, I don't think it's very important for me <laughs> to, to be spending a lot of my time. I definitely yeah. could be wrong. Again, I have never really thought about this before. Mm. So what I have right now is this. I could certainly be wrong when I do think about it a bit more later on. But, yeah, I feel kind of good not being 
just completely inundated with all of this information. I understand things are not good. I understand things are not good. I understand we're very blessed. I understand that I'm super, super lucky to live where I live. And, you know, I'm going to... After that. After that, I really don't have much else. You know, I hope the best for everybody. But, but yeah, no, that's that's kind of what I have most. <laughs> yeah, man, it's... Uh... The first thing to be addressed is that there's so many things going on. So when someone's like, "Hey, did you watch this? Are you this this me? whole series?" I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> that's a, crazy." A, a right? new series, yeah. You did, and you know, someone gives you a book. You read the book yet? You're like, hey, hey, crazy. Sometimes I'm in a deep reading mood. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm in a, a TV mood. I watch a series or a few movies or something. Like that. Sometimes it's, it depends. But whether it depends, whatever mood you're in, there's so much shit to try. Like you, you, you can never get through it. There's you can never get through. You're it. missing out on so many things all the time. You could just you could listen to a new song every moment of your life for the rest of your life. <laughs> you could listen to a new podcast episode every right. moment until the day you die. You could like there's just so much going on. So you know. News for me, it just, I see people that watch it, and I understand wanting to know some things, <laughs> but there's so many things that you're not going to do shit with. Well, that's, and that's really my thing. And you've Nothing. asked me this question before, just based on inquiries that I've had about random things. They get that. That definitely has stood out to me, <laughs> just hearing from you. Like, and what are you gonna do? Like, when you have this information, it's like, oh, you're gonna that's fucking sit in your house and be like, oh fuck, I fucking heard that they're getting ready to drop bombs on us. There's a there's a clock and it's going down and it's counting down from twelve. And when when it gets to zero, we're gonna get we're gonna be in a, a World War Three. It's like right. like like the very people that are legitimately. You, we you and I just we just spoke about this that we were watching. Uh, a podcast with an archer on it yeah. and not only an archer but an archer that owns a company called like shot iq yeah. and he teaches them mindfulness archery pretty much is what i'm i'm seeing it as yeah no, that makes sense if you do not find some way of calming the noise inside of your head because there's a ton of it out just in the world. If you can't conquer what's inside of your head, you I mean, I could only imagine the, the types of decisions that you're just gonna make over and over and over again on a daily basis. Crazy. You're and it hasn't it's gonna have nothing, you have like no autonomy there. You have nothing to do with it whatsoever. I see my dad watch it a lot. And he, I just don't see that he like he, he seems the better for it, All you know. I like may like I I don't know. It's like a tough it's a tough thing because if you had, if it, it could be like stock tips. Like if you were just watching the news and from yeah. everything that you watched, you felt like this place is about to fucking collapse. Like I need to get my family out of here. And then you did that and you made that move and you you saw that as a good move. You'd be like fucking good thing I was paying attention. 
you know. Yeah. But there are a lot of people that aren't going to make those types of decisions, right? Like they're just they're going to hear the shit and then they're just going to go to work and fucking complain about it with the rest of their coworkers. Like they're not about to make any huge shift, yeah. you know. They're just sitting at home fucking sweating bullets, you know, thinking that the other side, whoever that is, is about to start storming the streets and or our guns are about to be taken away or like it's always just there's just, there's just a ton of weird shit going on. Always. But then there's also just like, who do you spend your time around that day? Like what food are you eating? Are you exercising? Are you reading any good books? Did are you, you like get any you, sleep? <laughs> yeah. And then and then again, I would actually want to start going to some some city hall meetings. Like I wanna yeah, like I, I wanna, wanna connect on a local level. Yeah. I wanna know what the talk of the town is. Like what are our problems important. here? Yeah. Yeah. Because like I wanna know if they're talking about the homeless problem that's here. Like because it we've had homeless people here, but it's gotten it looks worse. Like since COVID, clearly. Yeah. Right? Like it got it got a little worse. I wonder if like that's yeah. a talk in the city in the city council and like so what is being done. Yeah. Like no, who's think... on it? Am I gonna see people that I've seen around the city? Like, oh shit, so and so's in here. Right. No, I think that's great. It'd probably make you feel great about yeah. like being a part of your Well, that's why you have uh the truce tale. Oh yeah, the truce of the world. But, yeah, yeah the, this girl that I know from the community. She's a staple in South Reading. She's literally everybody's friend. She is on every Facebook page, every board group, every everything you could imagine in Fairfax County, Virginia. Her name is on it. I think that if you... She rallies for everything. I think that, <laughs> I think that if you... No, she's cool. Get into a community and it's like that. I think it has a very high potential of being something very cool. Oh, but yeah. but you're but it is a neighborhood. So you are just ultimately going to have to understand that you're dealing with a bunch of different types of people and they're going to be weirdos and they're going to be people that are a little too strong about you mm-hmm. coming out to the block party like oh, you didn't make it to the book you haven't made it to like any of the four book clubs that we invited you to. You know like people just being that weird person in the community. Yeah. You got to take that if ultimately the community is cooler and more closely knit. And I, I think that would be awesome. Like walking outside of your house and being like, hey, Bill, like, hey, Jeff, what's yeah. it? And like you can just, just start talking to people. Like you actually know the people. This is why I was saying the koala, why I feel so strongly towards koalas, I feel like. I love Because that. they just eat, sleep, and fucking talk to the people in the neighboring trees. Yeah, now that I know that in the relaxation I have felt in the past month. I think that that is mine. <laughs> no, I'm certainly a koala. <laughs> you see, yeah, you you see it like you are sleeping sometimes. Like while no, you... I'm fully awake. <laughs> Just very relaxed now. <laughs> okay. I, I think it's so funny being able to watch someone relax. I, I can like you know what I mean. Not just you go to a spa with them and then you just watch them relax, like as you're sitting in a sauna or a heated bed or something. I mean, you see their whole spirit <laughs> <laughs> relax. Let go. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, it's, it feels drastic. So I'm I'm assuming it must look kind of drastic. <laughs> it does. So that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, no, it feels- life is fun. It feels really good. Yeah, it almost feels like a really nice constant state of getting out of your massage 
or mm-hmm. maybe even a um they feel the pressure me i felt like i just left the masseuse <laughs> effortless how i'm skating on these records is proof good um uh masseuse table or the what is that the bed what bed the water a heated bed. bed a water bed a water massage bed but what is the name for the pod Oh, a float tank. Or a float tank. Yeah. That wasn't coming to mind. Thank you. Yeah, it's like leaving either of those things in the instant realization that you feel mm. from leaving that place. It's just like a... The instant realization. That you, re- relaxation. Relaxation. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're swooned possibly by that emotion. Well, possibly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, so it feels, it feels pretty cool. Yeah, this again, the sweeping okayness. The sweeping okayness, yes. Yeah, man, and just to, to just know, again, that you were once in a state where there was a sweeping malignance, just a sweeping, just overarching. I do not like the sound of that. Just, yeah, ever looming, darkening cloud. Just, that sucks. It's <laughs> that's that sucks. You man. know, it's so unnecessary. It's so silly. <laughs> yeah, but again, as you look back, it's so cool to know that that person was forging ahead to become who you are now. Oh, yeah. You know, if you look at it from a story angle, like that person was on that fucking journey and they were just working and they were just working away at it. Sometimes they did some dumb shit. <laughs> you know, a lot of times. A lot of times. Did some dumb shit, but they fucking rose out of there. It's funny, right? They rose. How that works. Yeah. It's really, really crazy. Hey, on the back end of humiliation comes triumph. Human beings are so fascinating to me. They're so cool. Just isn't like, it remarkable? All the that, things that we can do. But isn't it truly crazy? No, I know, but the it is, but the craziest part to me is just that I can't I, I can't show you how crazy it's been for me. You know, like it's a mm, one thing that Okay. It's, it's the one thing. And I think that that may have some correlation as to why social media works the way it does. Like people can show things. Yeah on social media and we become such a, a grubby community that we need to be handed things like we need to be shown something you know we make that joke if you don't take a picture and post it like did mm. it really happen but we make that joke for a right. reason or right? i feel like a lot of people really feel that need to show something you know and to show that they have something to give but if it's just something that's happening inside of yeah. you <laughs> right detached from what the fuck other people have going on you can't really exemplify that, right? I mean, you can, I guess you, you can garner good ambitions and good qualities, like characteristics about yourself, but, you know, that's it's just not the same as being a flame twirler. Like, if you're a good flame twirler and I want to show you that, I will go get a fucking baton <laughs> and light the ends of it on fire and start twirling that bitch in front of you. But... It doesn't work that way right. when you're just trying to heighten your awareness of things, you know. So I think it's just mu- it's much cooler to go take a really nice trip and then post that as instead of trying to fucking post a picture of your eye and then have a big ass caption of the internal human being and you know what is capable there. And I don't I don't think I don't think that's it. <laughs> that but so that's the, but that's the craziest part of it to me is just that you're right. you can do so much you can go so far but no one will know is what i'm saying like you can take 
excursions, wild trips, yeah. journeys, pilgrimages to other dimensions and back and unbeknownst to everyone around you. That is pretty crazy. That's what that's the craziest part. No, to that's me. pretty true. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe because I feel pretty comfortable and like not sharing anything with anyone <laughs> that I forget <laughs> mm -hmm. that people don't know what any of this is like. For the most part. So yeah, and then it, I get and, it. And then, and then, like I said, to be transferred out of your mind and implanted into another one, like, <laughs> but so but funny. but somehow you still got to have like a, some percentage of your consciousness, so you knew that you were jumping into someone else's, and you you didn't now get yourself and them confused. You understood you mm -hmm. were seeing and feeling things as they did, but that you are something else at the same time. I think that it would be a psychedelic trip. I mean, it would. It would be an absolutely psychedelic trip for you to just be planted in someone else's mind. You would be looking around like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? Like things would look completely different. You would be sensing yeah. things completely differently. There might be some things that felt like they shut off, like Right, you know, that you don't have access yeah, to that anymore. you no longer have access to that might mm -hmm. fucking scare you. Like, what the fuck is this? Or, or you know, you never know what it's like, but it, it's a completely different thing. Whatever the fuck is going on with someone else is a completely different lens on life. Like we, I mean, we agree about like the shapes and colors for the most part, but then you get into fucking conversations with people about a color and be like, yeah, could you pass me that orange mug? They'd be like orange, like they won't even pass you the mug. They'd be like orange. It's not it's right. clearly not an orange mug. And then you guys are having a ten minute conversation, looking up fucking shades. Right. And be like, oh well, it's more salmon. Like no, it's more of a copper than it. And now you're doing that whole fucking thing. But people, yeah, we're yeah. we're sensing this whole thing completely different, and that's fucking amazing. That's because you just have no idea what's going on in other people's minds. And they're just looking at you yes. from behind their fucking face. Just look, just looking at you. <laughs> you have no idea what, what they're right. thinking about. Like None of that shit. It's craziness. It's so crazy. And what's crazy is that a lot of people are just not even thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, that's another crazy one. You're talking about like just being just autopilot. Some, yeah, just saying things and moving around. Like if you ask them. Half an hour later, like, do you recall saying these things? I feel like they can certainly say, yes, I said all of that 30 minutes ago. You said they couldn't say that? I feel, no, because I know what it's like to just move around. That, I could be mm. wrong. To move around that way. And I think a lot of, like, daydreaming is involved. Like, you're not here. Yeah. You're not in the moment. You're not present, really, at all. Yeah. Um, you're, just, yeah it's just, you're just talking shit. Just saying. Yeah, I feel like there's something about... You know, imagine you're out at dinner somewhere and someone walks by and you're sitting with someone. They're like, oh, my God, the most beautiful couple. Oh, oh my God. Right, right, right. It's like, oh, wow. Like, you walked by me and this other person and you just, like, you went into a fit. Oh, yeah. And then what else was just like, you would make beautiful babies if you, if you, you haven't already. Have already. Yeah, if you don't you already have them. Yeah. That's hilarious. I mean, like, what are you talking about? Those are just those are just servers, man. I know. Those but are it's... just people that just have to sell you on like I'm a friendly. I'm a friendly. Remember me. And if you do happen to yeah, mm -hmm. you know, start put giving out some money. Remember mm -hmm. me. Give me some money. Remember me. Jennifer. <laughs> so yeah. 
I don't know. There needs to be like a server university. I like a real, so I think that I should make server university. I think we would be great at that, but you know what I think the difference is? You have to make non-fine dining servers have too many quality shared with fine dining. And I think that's a, that's a move that people, rightfully so, are not willing to commit to. Yeah, not, well, yeah, I mean, rightfully so for various reasons, like... The pay, if, the... Well, yeah, the pay, although if you upped your output and you were able to be better, like raise your, yes. your dining then you may make more money. Yeah. Um, people may be more, it may feel more obligatory to use more money yeah. there. I mean, you can, uh, so like raise food costs, you yeah, can raise yeah. the labor costs. Right. <clears throat> so you may be able to, yeah, you may be able to, to do well that way. Um, yeah. But, but then there's just certain places where you don't even fucking want that. Like, you don't want to go to a Hooters. You don't want to go to a wing spot where you're there to fucking watch the the Super Bowl. And you you're know getting You're your, right. You know what I mean? You don't fucking want that. But you know you what don't. I'm thinking of? Is that I feel like... I think you can agree with me. From the times we've gone out to eat together. Some service, if if we have some doubts about the spot, the service is kind of trash. Like, service is pretty bad for the most part, I feel like. Mm. What, just, do, what are you looking for in service exactly? Like what? Just very basic things, like come back to the table. Okay. Not too long after I have had my bite of food. Mm -hmm. I hate asking for water. Like I like the fact that I can sit with an empty glass of you water. Start, you start clicking the, you start clicking the water. Well, huh? it's like come on. it's like I literally just want like it's Yeah. It's half a glass. They never taught you. Okay, Forks, so, no. so 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 water I, I for think, you. I think those are. I think that's important. I think that 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 makes you stand out in an establishment. Okay, so you're not necessarily looking for that genuine interest. You're not looking for no. someone to try to make conversation with I you realize, or win you over. I I realize no, because I don't like that. <laughs> I realize no, no. But I'm thinking, you know, that I what I really meant to say was just basic serving skills. Not even fine dining. I think that's what's lacking. It's just okay. Just, just, yeah. just, just general, just good customer service. Okay, yeah, but again, you say something like that, but then, then someone else's, yeah, someone else's idea of just basic customer service is exactly what it is they're doing, and they're doing more, right? Like when we walk into that breakfast yeah. spot and the fucking dude at the at the beginning, I guess he's like a carryout guy or something like that. So he came up with a to go order. For someone up to the oh, host stand, it was just like, did she God. just leave? Like, what? The, like, I just, I just made her stuff. Like, I just came out here. What did he say? He said something along the lines. Something of, like, like that. It's like this is fucking crazy, bro. Like, yeah, yeah it just, just walked away. Like that's, you know, th that shouldn't be the case anywhere you go. Yes. So, but that's something that he hasn't been. No one's told him that you shouldn't do that. I don't think there's any proper training going <laughs> you know on at that saying? place. So but, yeah, I guess yeah. some things are very, very basic. Yeah, I just I think that it doesn't take much to stand out in customer service, and I think it's just so bad that I'm surprised, you know, when things go super well. Oh uh, yeah, I guess you're right. It, yeah, that's the thing about customer mm. service is when you do have someone that stands out. It's like, wow, you're really good. Oh, <laughs> we we put in our drink order, and she looked at us like we were crazy oh, like, for ordering six drinks like for the two like of we us. We were the problem. 
Yeah. It's like you where were you taught to make the customer feel like they're a nuisance now, on now, your now life? Again, now again, this is this is my interpretation of what happened, which is she came no, over, she asked, you know, can I get true. you anything to drink? And we'll be able to fucking waters with lemons and limes, we'll have the detox juice, two lattes, vanilla almond milk, almond <laughs> milk you know, and so my interpretation was she kind of widened her eyes yeah. and it's just like, all right, hold on. Let me make sure I, I got this. I got this. And so I can interpret that as her right. letting us know, like, okay, I know I, I just asked you guys for your drinks, but that was a bit much. That was a bit fucking much. You see, I don't have any pen and paper in my hand. Like, why couldn't you have just given me a couple of drinks? Right? Like, so that's one <laughs> that's way of interpreting thing, but... it. But she also, it could have just been a lot for her in that moment. She's like, uh, all right, let me let me just make you're sure right. that I got this. Like, actually, exactly what she said. No, you're right. Could have just been what was going that's on. That's very true. I just think that shouldn't have happened regardless. Like, she should have never had that reaction in real time. Yeah, just like her facial. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, a lot like of people don't know what their thinking. faces yeah. look like. That's a huge problem. They don't know what their faces look like. So you go out there and because you didn't say something that you think is rude, you don't know that you, it was all worn on your face and we're just, we're looking at your face. So, I mean, that fucks people up a lot of time. I think I've gotten much better with that over time because I was one of those people. And then you start, what happens is like this weird, this weird relationship Hmm. because as soon as you start as like a server start thinking some shit about them then you're you're gonna assume oh, that maybe yeah. like if you're like oh man fuck these little i've seen people be like man fuck i got this fucking black table over here or i got these these i got fucking indian people like people did they choose these you're people right, and they're like man right. fuck i got these people and then that seed is planted in their mind so then they go and they start giving service but their service kind of sucks and it's kind of off-putting because they're like man fuck these people like neither of us kind of want to be here and now you have this self-fulfilling prophecy taking place because now they're kind of looking at you like man fuck this person like why is their service so like why are they being all weird like this or whatever so then you end up getting someone that doesn't tip you well and you're like see fucking told you it's just like these weird little games that take place yeah these weird little like chess matches people are trying to have in their mind yeah no those are interesting yeah, again, I think that's a big part of people, especially at our job when we were serving, talking about having all these bad tables. Like, they just refuse to take all these bad, mean people. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Give me the fucking bad, table. Bad, like, mean people. Like, this is just a person that happens to be extra mindless, and we're going to get them the things that they want. It's literally our job. Like, yeah. is she kind of a bitch and she doesn't know it? Yeah, but you just keep talking to her. Yeah, and it's, people, she's fine. Yeah, people have i never understood that what what exactly just people having this heart i mean i i had many issues with like being a growing person at a job (laughs) with being a growing person just think being a young person serving at a high-end establishment you know with all of this money and and these people is just a bit difficult okay like having to mature in the midst of yeah and you have to follow all of these rules and you want to do a good job but you also don't really care at the same time Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird yeah um but I think once I figured out what the job was, it was very simple. So you just do what the people want. And as long as they're not treating you like shit, yeah. you know, you're going to be just fine. Mm. So I never understood the concept of mean people and them not liking you. Yeah. Because when it yeah. makes sense, like a person just being upset at life and complaining 
about the cheese not being the right shade of smoked right or, or whatever the level yeah. of smoked yeah then you know what you got it like i'll give you 20 percent off i'm sorry for your experience when we you move start on. saying wow shit like the shade of smoked yeah <laughs> i was like what is something ridiculous i can say <laughs> yeah, the level of sure. smoked was wrong it yeah, was like mildly yeah, smoked yeah, not yeah for sure not deeply smoked but yeah just the you're the problem like you are too caught up in your mind talking to a human being, in our case, talking about eggs and bacon. If you can't do that, you shouldn't be here. Yeah, man. People kind of do forget what their jobs are. Yeah. Like, what is you, your yeah. job title? What is the description? Like, you're legitimately here to do this thing, but people still find a way to be like, man, fuck this fucking place. Fuck these fucking people. Jeez. Fuck this. It's like, but you're going to come into work tomorrow? Yeah, no, you're I'll be here. You're, you're going you're gonna to be, you're gonna be right here, buddy. Strap in. Let's take a break out of your restroom, but then okay. I have a question to ask you. All right. Here we are. All right. You have a question. Yes. Question for the God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's what I have. A question for the God. Yes. So for the God. Was was this spoken about with you in in just in the other episode? About you coming back, recording, how you feel about recording again? This little break that happened? Was this? Uh, Yeah. We talked about it a little bit. Uh, I pretty much just said that, you know, I didn't... that there, if there's someone or anyone that I don't want to bring on, I don't need to bring them on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that, you know, my mind about that may change from time to time, and, it, and I'm going to go with what feels right at any yep. point in time. Uh, that more so internally, which was a much bigger, you know, issue, is that I just needed to find out the intention yeah. behind what it was I was doing. Uh, and that snapped into place very well. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, I mean, that's pretty much the synopsis of it. Is there like a, a remarkable point that you think I'm missing? Or I'm leaving No, out I that? think it's it's funny that that was pretty perfect, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that was that's what extremely it like boils concise. Down to. Like that's literally every point of the situation. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, no, that was that was it. I wanted to see, I think, obviously people like myself listen to this podcast every week when it was coming out weekly. And I knew beforehand, but I'm sure people were waiting for a weekly episode and it wasn't coming out. So that was just maybe concerning or definitely worth enough to inquire about. So yeah, I would want to know yeah. what was going on. But yeah, no, that's perfect. I think pretty much everything gets better when you find the true intention or, or the most honest intention at that moment for yourself of what it is you're trying to do. Yeah. Because before, you know, you were following after the intention of that moment, but this it, one makes the most sense. It, ch- it changed. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely changed. Um, yeah, that's that's one of those things where if you have to think about your intention to do something, it's it's one of those things like in your thought processes, it's one of those factors that you're you're going to have to try to get past in order to just do the thing. It, that's a big one. If like that's on your mind, why am I even doing right. this thing whilst you're trying to do the thing? That's great. That's a that's a terrible way of going about doing anything. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think that you got to start with a why. You gotta start with like, okay, this is why I'm doing this thing. Before I do anything else, 
I should know why I'm about to take this step forward. So I think that that's yeah, because then everything else kind of falls into place. It that's does. another cliche thing too. Like when you understand cliches, you just start saying them. Like it just shit just makes sense. Again, mm-hmm. we've already had all the answers. You just say them. You just keep saying them. Everything else falls into place. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah man. I think that's, that's how it goes. I really, really do. That's why I told you I'm I'm very, very interested in individuals and their own individual problems. Yeah. Like, what is it that's holding you back? Because you may already have some shit that someone is working wildly hard to get. Right. And like, th- that's just not, yeah, that's just not your issue. Like, you have a completely different issue that you have to address. Like, how do people set out to figure out what that thing is and to eviscerate it? That's a very interesting thing. And if you take, and if you do it yourself, I think you will find it more interesting in other people. You'd be like, okay, I know what the yeah. fuck I've been doing. And I know that you say that you're on this path and like you're trying to grow and understand things and heighten your awareness. Like what the fuck is going on with you? Because I know like what can happen for someone. So like, what the fuck, what are you experiencing? That's like the coolest thing about fucking being able to talk to other people. It's like, what the fuck is going on over there? What I think is sometimes even more fascinating is people that we both know that seem to be experiencing nothing it's like they're here (laughs) yeah but everything is going by like they're literally going to sleep earlier so the day is over earlier yeah i will go to sleep early but yeah, but most not certainly, because you hate yeah, your life. No, it just because it feels not, nice. Yeah, it's not for that. Yeah, reason. that's never the reason. Yeah, you know, it's it's just like nothing is good enough. All the money, that and you then make, the people the that, st- that stay up too. That I was telling uh, Bella about that recently. I was I was saying this uh, f- this FOMO that has like been taken by storm. Right, I don't know when that really popped up when people started using the fear of missing out. I think that first became. A thing because it's a psychological term. I remember reading about this in my psychology oh, classes. Oh, really? Yes. This is a real. Yes. This isn't just something corporatized because no. Because I see it on like fucking Pop Tarts commercials and stuff like that. Like you, I don't know if it's Pop Tarts, but it's something playful like something that. Something like that. I, if I'm correct, I believe I've been reading this for a long time in psychology related material. Here's so here's my thing about about that fear. Because I'm trying to figure this out. And I don't want to be an asshole. I think <laughs> but I got to I gotta ask this question. For anyone that has some level of like fear of missing out. Or every human being that has ever lived has has missed out. Has had to miss out. And, and are going to continue to miss out. Because you can't be everywhere all the time, all at once. <laughs> so I, I don't even understand, like, the what are you talking about? So you're just in a constant fear then. That must be because you, you're constantly missing out. Even if you make a decision and say, I didn't want to miss out, you now are missing out on the thing that you would have been doing had you not made that decision. So, like, I, I just don't, I I don't know... What's really going on here? I I feel like I'm missing something. All I have is that a big idea behind this is that you want to be a part of as many things as possible. (laughs) (laughs) 
is what's coming to my uh, mind. What are you is talking that, about? Is that you literally just like want to be in the mix as much as possible with whatever's going on. I've known people like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like whenever something happens, like there's, you, you got connections to everyone. Like I found out about this party. Like now we have this new drug dealer. Like you just, things move and they move quickly. So you just want to know about them. Man, I forget. Man. Like we this. heard, we heard the gentleman yesterday, Brandon, talking mm-hmm. about every Tuesday at the oh, wing place. Oh yeah, at the you wing know, place. You know, I'm sure yeah, that yeah. when he goes in there on Tuesdays, he feels yeah. a different type of way because he's going in there as a dude that's here every Tuesday. Like he probably knows some people. Right, for sure. He's probably I mean, a regular. He knows, he knows the bartenders for, for sure. sure. So he's cool. It's like, yeah, like y'all come over here. Oh, when you get to know, oh, when you know bartenders' places, you're you're out. You're in the world. Like, you're in the streets. I always felt so cool because when I worked at Carabas and I was 19, I was working with all these older people that I became really good friends with very quickly. And they knew all the bartenders because they were all bartenders. Mm-hmm. So going to downtown Winchester and we're just bar hopping and I'm getting drinks at 19. Mm-hmm. And my friends are just talking to everyone. Can nobody tell me anything? That felt awesome. And Okay. And... We, we were having this conversation off here, but I need to bring this back up now. Because you were kind of looking at me like I was kind of crazy. Or okay. maybe, I don't know if you, mm, I don't like wh- what was going on. When about? I was talking to you about the lengths in which, now I'm not going to say all men, or not, I don't even know how old the, people continue to do this for. I truly okay. don't. But definitely t- men in their 20s, early 30s, still even, like the lengths that they will go to sleep with women. And oh, yeah. and I was telling you that when you're thinking about real estate, that is <laughs> I'm talking about the deep the the run the, the game runs deep into the blood, is what I'm saying. Like the people are making their decisions, like the car that they're about to purchase, the home that they're about to buy, whatever right. all of this is in in service of trying to get some ass right and then and then maybe <laughs> that's awesome right but it, but it that's, no, that's true. a fact that's a large part now you running around doing the things that you're doing sitting in float tanks and hanging out in fields so you're not in that mix so you kind of forget you're but right. that is happening my life would and, be very different right now and when i was talking about uh real estate there's a real there's a real thought process of when I'm in the club or when I'm out and about when people when people are drunk out in the streets you can't have a ton of fucking directions and a, just a ton of tasks that they need to do in order to find a way back to your home at the end of the night you can only it can only be but a couple of steps for sure right so people choose that prime real estate places close yeah. to the eateries and the clubs and all of that no, that don't. have elevators and they're like yo listen we can go from here to here in in 7 minutes i got the uber on the way uber black there's an elevator at the bottom we like it's just it's just easy, but people really make those decisions. Now, you're talking about you running around going bar hopping. Do you not remember? Maybe you weren't even you may not even been paying attention. Do you not remember men doing a lot for women attention? Do you do you not 
do you not remember that being on your radar that just a lot would be done in order to appease the women in close proximity? Like going out of their way to do ex- and you don't you don't remember this. I really didn't go to a lot of straight clubs. That's very true. I really didn't. Like a few times, maybe like less than ten times altogether in the years. I was constantly just at gay clubs all the time. <laughs> you know, everywhere you could have ca- I'm at a drag club or I'm somewhere at a gay bar with Brad. Like I right. was Yes, yeah, so I, I did like a few of the traditional Regular clubs, but I didn't never care for them. I always mm. gay clubs are so much better. How do you, how do you feel about the drag stuff? I think there's the places that are trying to like ban. I think it's funky. Shows. I think this conversation is super weird. All right, well, well let's have a so, weird car. It's fine. Okay, no, I think because to me it's very simple. Well, it's okay. not. Oh shit. It's not, but it is. Anytime someone says simple, you got to get ready. No, I know, and I I don't know. If I'm gonna get canceled or not, I don't really Rom have rate. anything to be canceled or buy or form it. Then I can come take your plants from you. So, <laughs> good, good. So I think drag shows are awesome. Right. I think there's so much fun. I mm. think first of all, from the artistic appreciation side of it, the fact that a lot of this is made by them, their outfits, their makeup. Like, they just customize everything. It's awesome. The show's usually pretty great. Right, because you said it's usually like a talent show. Or something. Because I have no real idea about this. I just always thought it was like a like a runway show. Well, it kind of is. Right. So, it's both. It's it's like a, what is that word? A, a musical runway show. Okay. Yes. So, for the most part, a lot of the drag queens, like, choose a character. Mm. Like, everyone, like, there's usually a Beyonce in the group. Like, <laughs> very sort of traditional like, prom- like, prominent women? Yes, like, like a Christina prom- Aguilera, a singer. Understood. For understood, the most part. Understood. And then they obviously try to resemble them. They, they lip sync to their songs. And so, it, it's a whole production. I think those are great. Personally, I don't think having children interact with drag queens at an early age it's problematic Mm -hmm. what i think should at least be called into question is maybe just like giving puberty blockers at pretty much any age above nine Mm -hmm. or ten just because my nine or ten year old asked me for it i think oh yeah i was really i'm sorry i was really just asking about the drag show stuff but now oh Oh, okay okay, oh yeah because i think that's simple i think that oh as far as that just like just like let them dance and and sing let them go to a drag show right right, 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 right. if they have questions you can answer questions yeah and what was the point is because uh, what is people's point about it like i don't want it to be a thing because it's ruining the kids like i think it's sort of but the kids no like what what do we hold on a second it's just that i don't think because i don't think kids are at the kids aren't at the shows are they at the shows and and, well no but sometimes and then the question is wait are they open to the shows meaning like can children go i think that there's yeah i think there's like drag brunches i don't know if they're all i don't know if they all allow children but i know that there's like from what i've seen is drag queen like reading time Mm. And I and I think it's sort of like an LGBTQ friendly project. Okay. Um, but I think that's problematic for people. They don't even like that. This when you is say reading time, like oh, like they go read to the yeah, young to the people. Oh, and then some people are like, why, why? why? Yeah, why he ain't here reading this? Yeah. Like, what are the kids like? Because I guess the kids are asking questions. Well, I think it's just the fact that the being exposed to that visually. Mm-hmm. I think even seeing that in 
possibly bringing home questions i think is the problem mm. i think i think it, it just stems from it, it feeling uncomfortable for people you know <laughs> to have to have yeah like some men sometimes enjoy dressing up like beyonce he's really good at lip syncing to her song he's a phenomenal dancer great makeup skills and he also runs somewhere <laughs> in Wall Street, you know? He's out here just crunching numbers. But he really loves being a drag queen. Yeah. And he reads books on Sundays. Right. So, yeah, I think it's... I, that's like, why that's I said just it. sort of his out. Like, just, ha, ha, ha! Just, just get out, like, once a week and just fucking dance and go crazy. And you get to recreate yourself as a whole different person. I mean, you know, Johnny Depp said that about... All, like everything he does, like Mad Hatter, I could see him. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow, yeah. like everything. Edward Scissorhands. He loves to do a costume where he's pretty much totally recreated because it allows sense. him to just fucking go somewhere else. And so I, I mean, I could imagine like you start putting costumes on, you know, like really super duper intricate yeah. costumes. You could probably you could fall into them characters and like really. Get yeah, it man. In. Now that you say that, you know. Well, maybe they, that's when he feels like he's actually most himself mm-hmm. is, is more so a better way of putting it. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because... He or she or they or them. Well... <laughs> I can't forget that. Uh, people usually that have all kinds of weird things to say about drag queens I, is always hilarious to me. Mm. Because from what I've experienced with most drag queens, they're some of the most confident, just secure people you'll ever meet. Mm. Like who they are with drag and without drag are completely different people. And they're just both equally confident and just very cool in their own ways. And all of these people, it's going to make it sound like it's a lot of weird shit going on. And it's, it just, it feels very normal. Like there's nothing weird about the experience. You, you don't feel anything weird about the energy in no, there. No, never. Yeah. I've never felt that. And if anything, I think children would feel very safe around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it just makes you feel safe as a person, let alone a child that can really recognize that energy. There's so many different ways of fucking doing life, man. It's so weird. <laughs> there's it's so, so weird. many there's so many different ways of doing it. And then human beings have to try to come together and figure out like, oh, is this too far? Like, should we be doing this? Is Don't it- you think that's fascinating? Being I just watched this video of this drag queen not that long ago. That is he identifies as just a regular gay man. He's married to a man. Okay. But he is also like a full-time drag queen. Oh, full-time drag queen. Yeah, like that's his job. Like he has his old personality. He's Mm -hmm. famous because of this. Mm -hmm. But when he's not working, he's just a gay man. Like no makeup, no drag, wears regular men's clothes, happens to also like men. Mm -hmm. Like, but this is over. Like this is, I, I think that's awesome that people. Yeah, that it's so fluid. And I think, that and I think that's the problem. It's like, how the fuck can we be so many things? I'm like. Yeah, yeah. It gets, it gets interesting. Yeah, it does, it does get interesting because you can really. You can be a lot of things. You can be a lot of things, and if you live a long life, there's a good chance you may, you may be a lot of things if you're open to things. Yeah. You, well, yeah. You can change. And well, you it's can like adapt. all of these um sort of. Endless is not the word. Um, where, you, where you don't die. Uh, immortal? Immortal. Like just being an, an immortal person, you kind of have to over time be open to everything. Because yeah. you might run out of things to do over an eternity of a lifetime. I know. I think that you just more so, you know, 
when I went to that book club, right, for the book Cersei, <laughs> uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of hate on my left and right towards the character Cersei mm-hmm. and towards a lot of the the gods and you know in Greek yeah. mythology, and they were they were using human morals to sort of condemn, engage what the gods were engaged with. Right. And I'm like, you can't really do that. These are immortals. These, They're like, different. Our morals are not their morals. It would be a completely different thing. It's, it's hard to say that this person's just crazy. It's just they've been living for millennia. Right. Like they just look at things differently. You it's have just, to. Yeah, it's just not the it's not the same thing. So you would definitely go through some changes. I feel if you got to live to be two hundred, you'd be looking at yourself now like an absolute baby, an absolute baby. Well, that's interesting. If you got to live to be two hundred and be healthy, is what I mean. And you could still like you know like your cognitive functionings were still going, and you could walk around and do stuff still. You would be looking at yourself right now as an absolute, like a child, that's, like the way that you look at yourself at age eight or something like that. Right. Like that's that's, that, that's how you would look at you right now. Mm. It's like that fucking baby, that child. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It is. Yeah, Isn't are, it crazy to also think about just being a regular person that if we're lucky, we might make it to like 70 or <laughs> 80 and then I know if they cleaned up the air, we could probably live like another thirty years. That's pretty crazy. Like if air was just completely what is it? clean. PM PM two point five. Two point five. Yeah, particular matter. That's it. Under two point five microns. Yeah, you can just look that up in your in your weather app. It's in the air all of the time. Yeah, it's just it's just a ton of things. It's just particular matter. It's particular matter. Less than two point five. You know, there's dirt and probably small minerals and things like that through the air. When you have huge forest fires like they had out in California, who knows what you're you're breathing in? Crazy shit for a long time afterwards. There's just places actually because again, your phone will tell you when it's not safe to be outside. People never look at that shit. I know you showed it'll, me that. It'll That's let you crazy. know when it's okay. And they're like, oh no, you shouldn't go outside. Like it's not okay to breathe out there. That's a real fucking function My on your weather never app. Never say that. It shit is. I've seen it before, I know, and I was like, I oh, I was like, oh, I guess what? I'm not going outside right now. I don't fucking know, but I really feel like that would be a huge thing if like the air was just clear, clean, so. and that's what we were. It's sort of like what you drink and what you eat, like what you're intaking, and we're breathing constantly. Mm-hmm. If we we're breathing in some clean air, we'd probably make it another another 30. That would be cool. Another 20, something. Yeah, like man, that. it's interesting to think about, you know, if we do make it these extra 40 years. You said if, if we make it the next? Yeah, like just looking back. Mm-hmm. That, that must be an insane feeling. Yeah, getting older is attractive to me. I think so too. Because um, I think I'll just continue to do this. I think I'll just continue mm. to talk to people, and I'm most certainly going to start playing chess I can in the see park. See it in you right now, the way that you're sitting. Mm-hmm. I can just yeah, just the other version of relaxation. Also, I would like to speak about chess. What about it? I think it's fascinating to understand some things about chess oh, versus well- not my whole life. <laughs> I think because I think it's such a peculiar game with all these funky weird rules. 
Okay, hold on a second, because I've known how to play since I was a young boy. So um, so this is the first time I'll be hearing about this from a human being. So I'm 27 years old. Yes. And I have, I literally knew nothing about chess other than kind of what it looked like. I could point it out from checkers. Oh, yes. And I know the word chess. Okay. And it, I know that it has two different colors, like two shades. Okay. And that's it. And that's where it ended. That's where it ended. You didn't know. You know, hold on a second. You didn't know that. You knew that pieces took other pieces. Yeah, like I saw like a, fu- a, a fun little quick hand movement on the TV. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. Because you watch Queen's Gambit. So, okay. So every. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus you know Christ. So fascinating. Watching Queen's Gambit and knowing nothing. Thing I was about, like, oh, I wonder yeah. how many fucking people watched that show and actually knew nothing about chess. Well, when I heard people like Chef Jose that said that he knew checkers, and I was like, oh, and, and you watched the show, like, did you pay attention to the things? Like, did, were oh, they chess. accurate? Yeah. Or chess. Ch- yeah. And he was like, yeah, I didn't really pay attention. I was like, damn, you suck. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, you can, you can look at it while it's happening. Um, but uh, you'd have to be really good mm. to truly just be keeping up with uh, yeah, with what's yeah. going on, especially with the speed that they play in that right. show a lot of the time, like the speed chess that they play. It's like if if you're like a novice or even intermediate, right. like you're not, it's not going to register everything that they're fucking doing on that on that mm. thing. You can catch some things though. But um, yes, I that's all. I didn't know nothing. That's so game. funny. Okay, yeah, you definitely didn't know the objective of no. the of the game. I knew there was a queen and a king. <laughs> okay. Like, I knew that. Yeah. That's it. No, that's great. That's great to not to not know something and then, yeah, and then no, know it. It just it felt cool, you know, to hear some of the rules for the first time. And over time, like, some information was sticking. What rules are funky to you? Why I think you... everything is funky. I think it's peculiar that the rook, like, if there's nothing in front, it just goes straight up. Or diagonal, like with no end, essentially. I think that's so funny that that's just a thing that can happen. I think it's peculiar that the queen can do anything she wants. Yeah. But the king can only move one space in Uh any direction. My thought about that is that maybe the queen really begins shit popping, like behind the scenes and stuff. Mm. But the king is fat and sloppy because he eats too much. I like that. Drinks too much wine. And is just indulging. He's just unhealthy. Yeah, just unhealthy. I don't know. I don't fucking I know where cute. these rules came from, but that's sort of my Yeah, idea. I think it's peculiar. Which is why the, the queen stands taller than the king as well. Oh, yeah. I thought that was funny as well. Yeah, I think the most interesting one is the, um, what is that little horse guy called? <laughs> the, uh, the <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing at me? It's a knight. The knight. Yes, it's <laughs> yes, the, the, the little horse guy. Yeah, I think it's funny that it's <laughs> when, we were, when we were playing the game. What? You were like, you were like, now if I move here, like, can this piece eat me? <laughs> <laughs> like that is not. How how would you say that it is take not? Me? Yeah, yeah. You take say me. could it could could it take this piece? Like could yeah. it attack? Like there's so many other ways I feel like of saying it than eat it. But all right, go ahead. Yeah, I just I've been I think very fortunate. I can say of just experiencing so many things for the first time in the past two to three years. Mm. And just truly learning a bunch of information for like I've never heard any of this ever in my life, and and just like being able to process it as an adult, I think is an awesome experience to be able to have. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited to keep learning about chess. So when you said 
you just want to be old and play chess outside in a oh, park. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what I would like to do right now. Yeah. I, there's a little bit of sunshine, and, and, and you, I just want to go play chess in a park. And I think what's great and about... And eat a croissant with a cup of coffee. And Oh, yeah, a croissant. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely do a croissant. I could do a... Yeah. Like a hazelnut. Croissant. I really like no. I really like those plum cheese danishes that Starbucks has. You've never had a matcha croissant. Nah, it's ridiculous, but it's so good. That's just matcha. We're talking about just the powdered tea, right? Like yes. So you just kind of sprinkle what some yeah, sweeter that version top of, of that. You make you can make a filling out of it. Mm. You know, with all like kinds ma- of stuff. Yeah. It's so good. That's why you wanted to go to that matcha shop. Yes. They just had matcha sorbet, matcha, matcha ice cream, matcha teas, matcha I whatever. I love the taste of matcha. Uh, I think it's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. But what were we talking about? We just uh, it wasn't it wasn't matcha. No, it wasn't. Um, oh, just learning a bunch of chess. Oh yeah. No, I think it's fascinating. So I think I'm excited to just keep getting older and just more relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Chess That's, oh what I was saying is that chess is interesting to me. In that I'm, I'm not by any means great at the game, but I understand it more than enough to get better at it. I, I think, just need people. I just want to play with people, but I want to do it over the board more than I do on the chess app. I want yeah. over the board, like meaning in person. You know what I think people don't realize because I think most people learn chess pretty early on, so it's easier. I think that if you know how to play chess relatively well, like if you don't suck. There's a level of intelligence that you have that people around you don't. Just if you don't suck at chess. I mean, I... I think if you're, like, a decent... Like, if you... If you can play against someone confidently, Mm -hmm. you know? I think if you can do that, you definitely carry yourself (laughs) in a higher level of intelligence than the rest of the people around you. That's so funny, because I feel like people... (sighs) People feel that way about people's intelligence. Like when someone shows themselves to be a very a highly intelligent person one way, and then you see them in a completely different area of life, like doing something, you're just like, "What the fuck?" Like you, you're so like, how are you an idiot over here, completely? Yeah. But you're really, really intelligent at this thing. I'm certain that there that there are plenty of chess players that you would feel like are emotionally. Super immature, stupid. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm not saying that because they have sort of this intelligence that that just makes them a cooler person overall. Mm-hmm. Like that they don't struggle with emotional regulation or anything else. But as far as maybe detecting patterns, yeah, I think that there's a certain click, like a certain gift of sorts that mm. probably lacks in other people. Mm. Because I think. I think it was a feat for me to realize that I learned so much the first time I ever was taught about chess. Yeah. The other night. Yeah, it just, it was. Well, for, I think it's a ton of critical analysis. Like, you're, you're constantly, constantly, like, if you're going to be any good at it, you you have to be looking at the board. You have to be thinking about what your options are, how to try to get advantage over the board, over space on the board. Uh, if you're trying to do something kind of like sneaky, like if you're trying to do like some little bait and switch type of right. deal or a fork with a knight or, you know, there are there are there's so many different things that fucking you can do. So to look at your pieces and be constantly calculating maybe three, four, possibly five moves ahead. That's crazy. That's like, what I'm saying. Like if I move here, can they take this? And then maybe I can slide over here and I can create some interest on this side of the board. But really I'm about to attack left. 
you know, thinking about all these different things is fascinating. Right. And and you're right. So I see what you're saying. It's the critical analysis. It's the um it, it is it's the, the it's the mental astuteness. Right, sort of like the regulation of the intaking of what's going on with what you're seeing on the board right. with like the, like the, the interpretation. Future. Yeah, IQ pretty much. Yeah, yeah IQ. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. In some, I guess, emotional quotient because you also want to be calm, cool, and collected to some degree. You can be yeah, freaking out because yeah, that's, that's taking up that's your very, time. That's very true. And then now you can't think about the next move or what's even going on in front of you. So mindfulness has to be a big part of that. I hear chess players burn something like like they can burn up to like two thousand calories or something like that, like in a in a grandmaster's match how or some crazy shit. Crazy hard like your like your brain is just fucking working, just calculating, just calculating moves, moves and moves and moves ahead. Somewhat relying upon your intuition because That's you've crazy. just because you've just looked at a board for maybe ten years of your life and just seen patterns over and over and over and over again. So now these patterns are burned inside of your psyche. So you can just start moving pieces because you know what patterns look like and you can just recreate them as opposed to the dude fucking Magnus Carlson who's like top oh, top tier. Yeah. They'll say this motherfucker will do things like, th- like I think the very first interview I watched of him, they were just showing him, oh, they would have a chessboard in front of him. And the guy interviewing him would look at the laptop and he can only see the photo of like the game he's about to recreate that happened maybe like 30 years ago or 40 years ago over in Russia or in fucking London or something like that, where there was some huge grandmasters final in Magnus Carlsen had watched these things so intently. The guy could just literally with a chessboard in front of him, set up the pieces the way that they were when this person had a match in fucking 19, you know, 64. And he'll be like, oh, yeah, that was that match over in in Sweden between this two, these two people. And I can even tell you how this game ended and he can start moving the pieces around and show you how the game ends. Like he can he has a fucking That's crazy. Encyclope- encyclopedia all geared towards chess and he can just go back in his mind and he can play games. He can play matches that he saw in video that he has studied. He can just play a game out. He'd be like, oh, yeah, like I'll play you the game that these two grandmasters played 25 years ago. Like I'll play it for you and just start moving pieces around. So when you have that sort of database, like we don't even understand what the fuck that is. And that's what it is when you get really, really good at something. Right. You've done it so much. You've just worked a groove so fucking much. You don't even under, you don't even understand how good you are. Mm hmm. Like, but no one else most certainly cannot. Like, they don't understand the database you're working with and, like, the information you can just pull from all, not only just the matches you've played. Right. But the matches you've just watched other people play for years. He says he will age. I, I forgot what he what he kind of calls it. It's something like aging it out or aging out the competition. So, if there's a child, you know, that's that's playing them and the child's like fucking 17 years old, 19 years old, because there are a lot of prodigies that mm-hmm. are amazing at that age. He'll just he'll use moves from like 50 years ago, you know, some shit that he knows this kid didn't watch on on film. So he'll just do some shit that they've never even seen before in their purview of what chess mm-hmm. is. 
He'll use some shit from an early, early match of chess that only 17 people ever saw, you know? And so it just like fucks with the other person's mind because they're like, what type of move is that? Like, who? why would you ever do that? But they're, they're out of their depth is another way of putting it. The game is deep. That's a deep, deep That's game. Crazy. And so I say all that to say, I'm not fucking good at it, but I love to play it though. Because it's because of the possibilities. It's because you know yeah. every single time you pick up a chess piece and you start moving it, this is going to look different than the last time I played this. I think that obviously you're much better than what you think that you are. Because you can't uh, say... I really don't think I'm like... I re- no, no. Hon- really? Yeah, like honestly. You think like, this is one of those? Yeah, like in the chess world, like I'm really not... Uh, no, no. You're not bad. Because, because I don't... Because everything I'm doing is just based off of calculation in the moment. Like I don't have... I don't I don't watch a lot of chess tutorials on different openings, mid game, end game moves. Like I don't I don't look in all that stuff, but a lot of chess players do. So they have so much more in their repertoire. Mm-hmm. I'm just going off of what I can see at the moment and trying to be yeah. as creative and, and have as much fun as possible. So I don't I don't I don't, I don't take it. I could I think I could be. Yeah. If I gave it some time, but I just but no, I'm definitely not. Yeah, no, I think it's fascinating. I think I think chess is an amazing amazing thing to put your mind to yeah and to learn i'm super excited about that yeah Yeah, and i think people that play chess are just extra peculiar Mm. like there's just something different about you being able to pick up chess because i think of certain people i know i'm like oh you would never (laughs) you would never be able to follow along to play this i've seen you play regular games and it's difficult (laughs) yeah but i kind of feel that way about so many different people like take a fucking piano player for instance like you have a piano in your home you know what it's like to listen to someone play beautiful piano like that's great that's awesome but just imagine like you are a master of piano like you just like you just sit down at a piano and just let your fingers start going like you can just create that it's so cool when people can just go make shit happen you know (laughs) like you're just that good you just now that we're speaking about this it's cool to be able to reach if you're, I guess, listening and you're in a relationship, <clears throat> you may know what I'm speaking of. And just it's just reaching a cool space with your partner where you feel like you're doing the utmost bonding. Mm-hmm. And then there's just a very deep connection. But then I think of not only having that, but then doing something artistically with your partner to the best of your abilities. Like I think of singers mm-hmm. who share a romantic relationship or like a singer and... and, and a musician. You think of J and B? <laughs> now, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that you must experience some sort of harmony that obviously can be duplicated doing anything else. Mm. Like, yeah, as far as yeah, I guess so. But what, <laughs> I don't know. I have. <laughs> have you ever <laughs> you ever thought about somebody like fucking? Swizz Beats and Alicia Keys and like Jay Z and Beyonce. I've thought about. I think I've thought about these four people in particular okay. before. Because I was like, man, when fucking Jay Z went and got Alicia Keys to do Empire State of Mind. Welcome to New York, concrete jungle with dreams are made of that that thing. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> that. So, that thing. so that's and I sounded just like her right for now. Sure, so please sure. don't don't do that. That's exactly what she sounded like. <laughs> and I would think, man, Beyonce, she was probably listening to that and was like, damn, like this shit's hot. But that ain't me on the hook. 
I wonder if it's ever like you have Beyonce as your wife. And then you forget but, that but, it's but Beyonce. But you know, but I don't know if it's a forgetting. It's my ear for this thing calls for Alicia Keys. I don't need Beyonce. Mm. And I know you're my wife and I, I could get you on the track. I see what but you're like, saying. I, but like, I think that in this collaborative endeavor, I would work better with this other person. Well, you know, so I think I think that I see what you're saying. You're right. You know, but but what if that person isn't always the answer? Like, what if you could be doing something creative or collaborative with someone else? And it would because I, I see. Better. Yeah, because I see what you're saying. No, but but that makes sense. No, but I think that there there has to be some sort of moment where that happens, regardless of Alicia Keys. Or right. Beyonce. But you're just saying just in general to be able to create anything. Yeah. With them like that would be like if you're both some sort of painter. Like mm -hmm. whether it's different forms of painting, but you both do this thing exceptionally well or you're cooking a meal together. Because that's it's it comes together for me that way as well. By no means do I think I'm a chef in the kitchen, but it feels extra special <laughs> to be able to cook a meal alongside my partner. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh my goodness. So I, I think it's it's sort of like that. Yeah, that's funny the things that are like interesting interestingly collaborative to you. <laughs> like needing to cook, like cook side by side, like it's or not, not needing. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because now it's ruined. <laughs> see, see, it's, it's not. Beginning. It's not needed, but it's certainly quite I, endearing. Like you, I feel. <laughs> I love the process of bringing things to life with a person that you care about. Yeah, we're just putting food together. Mm -hmm. Together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I like simple qualities about. People, because at the end of the day, we're we're simple, we're, yeah. we're we're simple things. I think that's a simple quality. Uh, it 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 is. That's the thing. That's what makes me sort of laugh about it. <laughs> is that it's just such a simple thing. Like you just want to wash these vegetables. And then you wash them and then bring them over here. <laughs> I don't like that way you're making it. Sound. <laughs> and I'm gonna chop them, nice. but you have to start seasoning the meat. Like it's like funny. Well, it's also practical. No, it is. It, no, it is because I can't do all of the things at <laughs> once. You know, I know that would be cool, but no, it is practical. And it still does not lose its funny. That's funny, right? Yeah, it's still just a very funny thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, it, interesting. that that is very very cool. I'm uh, I'm definitely for people strengthening their unit. Right. Yeah. Because as we spoke about before, it doesn't always look like that. It's 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 rough having to look back. It's not rough. It's motivational. It's yes, inspirational to look back and think, man, like even in those moments where we were not our best, you can now see because hindsight is twenty twenty, and yes. you you now have the the future to those people to work with and to analyze. Yeah. And so you can look back and be like, I see exactly what you were doing. Yeah. I completely see how you were getting to this point now. Yes. So it doesn't always look like it, but I, that's why going back to the drawing board and asking the question, why it's am so I important. doing this thing is so important because it's going to yeah, look different is. with what tools you have in that current moment and what the current status of, your circumstances, your situation. But if you go into it and you yeah. kind of know what it is you're, you're doing it for, you know, you can do you can do wrong things for the right reasons, you know, and I think you're going to miss. That's going to happen. 
Yeah. yeah you, you're not going to hit every bullseye. You're going to miss. But at least if you're practicing your form and your aim whilst you're doing it and you're trying to be true, you're at least failing in the best way. Yeah, and that's where really knowing the intention of your partner like truly comes in. Knowing the intention. Of, well, yeah, because you can't fucking do it alone. Well, right, like, but like truly knowing where they're coming from, not like, oh, I hope that they're not treating me like shit, but they kind of could be, but I don't know, and I'm scared <laughs> to ask them. <laughs> just scared to ask them if they're really treating me yeah, like, like shit? Yeah, I just like, I'm, I, are you really treating me like shit? Like, or, are you cheating on me? Or do you or? just, are you, is there just something going on with you right now that's going to pass soon? Yeah. Like, what's the, what's the, what's the alternative? Are you really treating me like shit, or... Are you, you, I I think that's it. What are you trying to say? Yeah, or is it just, there's just something you're going through that's going to pass. And I am going to take the brunt of it because that's how this works. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah, I get, that's kind of, that's kind of the point is like there's going to be, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't always look appealing on the outside. Like, why would you want to go through that? Like, have you ever seen a couple fight? You're like, why would you want to be a part of that? Like, and you're the single person. At the moment, and then you see two people for you. Just like, why would you want to be a part of that? Why would you ever want to do that thing? That looks terrible. Why not just fucking be single? And no one talks to you like that when you're fucking single. Right. It seems like a very clear cut thing sometimes. Um, that's what's that's, that's so fascinating about yeah. it. She's like, yeah. That's why, I. In my mind, I knew getting back into a relationship. I was like, <laughs> this thing has to be built for the people yeah. participating in it. Right. The, I like I just can't like in that and that's going to have to take immense attention and in time. Yeah, presence. Like you, we're gonna have to like work towards this to figure out what we're doing as opposed to what the fuck anyone else is doing. Like, we have to very specially create this thing. It has to be curated, created, molded, shaped, sculpted, refined, specifically to <laughs> us. That shit is important. It's very important. It's just important because if not, you know, when you, like, the That's word orientation is so, like, when you're, it, it's so apt. Because when you're disoriented, you don't you don't know shit from shit. You don't know up from down. You don't know you don't know what you're doing, why you're doing, and where you're headed, and like why why you're why you're headed in that way. Like it's just it's weird stuff. It was one of those fables I just read the other day that was like there was a guy on a horse, mm. and the fucking horse was just giddy up him, just giddy up him. Yeah, just fucking taking off. You're so good at this. And there was a guy that was the first time I ever did that. I, and I'm and sure th- there was a guy riding the horse and then there's someone that was like trying to call to him like as he was riding past he was like hey where you going and the horse was like i don't know the, the guy on the horse was like i don't know ask him and pointed down at the horse just like there's there's clearly a driving force right to some degree like you're living you're breathing you're a human you're going you you're doing something but you have no fucking idea where you're headed like you have no That's control crazy. over what's going like actually going on like things are just happening and you're just in the middle of it, just fucking getting tossed around, just fight, fighting back. I do not want to be sitting on a horse just going places without making sense like that. Living a life in resistance. That's what it is. <sighs> that is what that is, huh? Living mm. a life in resistance. Yeah, no. That's very true. Yeah, no, it's 
Yeah, these relationships are weird because most people don't know, obviously, that you should build a relationship with just the two people that are involved in it. Yeah. But as I was talking what, to just on the last one about it, well, where do you learn this stuff? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, not. Yeah. Yeah, no. Because people's minds are yeah. so romantic, you know? And even though just the word romantic, like it's literally fucking romantic, like just fanciful yeah. and picturesque. And, and people are afraid to be honest with themselves and their partner. So I'm not going to tell you like how I feel all of the time. <laughs> like, you know, maybe sometimes, yeah. maybe when it's really dire, but not always. You know. Like, I'm going to be slightly resentful for the most part because I'm holding things back. Yeah. Um, probably going to do some shady stuff. That's funny how that works, that resent builds that way. Mm -hmm. Like, you're doing some shit. I'm upset with you. But I'm not going to tell you I'm about it. I'm not going to tell you about it. Even though you asked me about it. But I am resentful towards you for doing the thing and not just knowing you're doing it without anyone having to tell you that you're doing it. You know, resent never made any sense to me. I may have been stupid for a long time, and I still am. Because of that? Be yeah, because it's like, what is the point of it? Oh, that's why? Yeah, and because... Well, okay. Because... Well, that was advanced of you, because if, like if that's all you needed, that sort of questioning could eviscerate so many other things. I know, things. but that's unfortunately the only time it really came up when I was younger. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, because my mom was very resentful. I was like, why? Like, you can clearly let these things go. Like, we understand why they happened. The person is obviously remorseful. Like, so why are you, like, why are you so, because to, to me it looks like you're mad as though there were no apologies given or some sort of understanding. Mm. It's like, a, it, it's a new wave. You think being resentful, what do you think is the worst? Being resentful for someone else? Being resentful mm. uh, in accordance to just who you are internally? Uh, or do you think it's just some other thing like, like envy or jealousy or hmm, that's a great question yeah i think that it's probably a mixture of all of it like the just overall dismay yeah just dismay despair i think it's it is probably a lot of envy i think it's obviously a lack a huge lack of acceptance for the for the present moment of anything to truly process Hmm. Yeah, I think it's. I think these are terrible things to go about your day feeling. You like imagine someone doing you wrong. Let's say that this is your cousin, and that was hurtful to you at the moment. This person is genuinely resentful, remorseful to a situation. Apologies are made, but yet you were still going to be angry at the situation and at this person because you don't want to let go. That doesn't make any sense. And and that's not the case all the time. Yeah. But like the as I as you talk and I think about this, it just seems like, as I've told you before, the the best way to kind of move all this stuff out of the way. Cause like you could do a ton of thinking, like to try to rationalize all this stuff, like why you ought to still be angry with this person or why they deserve whatever it is that's coming to them. Or, yeah, you can try to think through these things and rationalize all this shit and justify all the bullshit you're doing. Or you could just spend more time doing the things that you really, really like doing. But what if you and, really like being miserable? 
I think I feel like Keon. I feel like Keon may have asked me this question before. We had talked about it, and it was like, oh, we were talking about that woman that we know from the Middleburg area. That's just that's clearly she's super mad racist. She came uh, in there talking yep. about Michelle Obama being a black Jesus monkey and Christ. whatever the fuck else she was talking about. And we were saying, is she, is she so far gone that she's comfortable and she's happy being that way? Like, do you believe that? Or do you think she knows how much her life sucks and how isolated she is? But, you know, when she goes out, she's most certainly not going to exhibit that. She's not going to let you know that she knows that. I think that's I think that's a good like, question. So the, the question is, do you think that you can truly be happy being miserable? Like, what, <laughs> yeah, no. you see what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't make nah. that doesn't make sense. Like, if you're miserable, then you like, you know what it is. You can fight. You can fight it and say a bunch of shit is other people's yeah. fault and it's the world's fault that you are where you are whatever, and everyone else is stupid and everyone else is bigoted yeah. or everyone else is whatever the fuck they are. But I, but you know when you when your life sucks. I, like, I feel like yeah, you Yeah, I feel know. like you have to know that and that's why you keep bringing up this misery to kind of not allow the conversation to take a truthful turn. Yeah, to just try to smother everything yeah. else out. Yeah, again fascinating take that when human beings come together they usually just start complaining if it's in break rooms at your job if it, whatever little staff cafeteria where like people come together and they just they just come together what's going on with you well, you know isn't and, and, it crazy that that's the culture he is like Ugh. like that's how you that's how you go into conversation with people Ugh. like this like that's don't the, you sit next to me and that's the beginning don't do that man i was going oh you know and you just get straight into it that's so crazy which so is true um again uh my friend Lindsay, when she was in mm. the car with her her dad when she was really young. Oh yeah. And he I think he picked her up from I don't know gymnastics or dance school Something. or whatever the fuck. And they were headed down the road and she was looking out of the window and was just like <sighs> And he was like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> she was like, "Oh, nothing." He said, "Yeah, you know that can really become a habit, you know, just complaining." It was something like it's it's really easy to make that a habit, complaining, you know, something like that. And then he didn't say nothing else. Like that was the end of the lesson. And she said she thought about that for a very, very long time. And I think that you get older and you see that right. sort of stuff. Again, we know of a young girl that plays with little baby dolls and acts like she's a fucking stressed out, tired mom right. and is trying to hand her babies off to whoever the fuck else is there. And was like, oh, can you please take care of my babies? Like, I'm just I'm I have exhausted. to I have to do the laundry. I'm exhausted, you know. So you kind of pick up these traits, looking at other people being fucking miserable, and that becomes your social cues to signal yeah. to other people, like, "Hey, I'm with you. We're in it together." I gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Like That's I, under I true. understand you. You don't just have bands of people coming together and just start talking about how fucking awesome life is and like how cool yeah. things are. That's just not the. It's not the case. Yeah, it's funny becoming this person more so in the past month or two. Like, I feel like I really can only listen because you're not going to ask me any questions to elicit what I'm experiencing. <laughs> and you don't think there's any questions anyone could ask you? I don't, not 
to like get you to be truthful about <laughs> I don't think people truly care. Right. And you're not going to want to listen to what I have to say. You, but because like, but I'm not going to give you, you what you want. Do you feel like if it was there, meaning someone was of this ilk of person that you're believing they are not, yeah. that you'd be able to see it or hear it in their voice when they ask you things? I, yeah, because it would go this way for me. Like if you're, let's say, something basic, like, oh, like how was, how was your weekend? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was very nice. I had a great time, and then that's good enough for them. Yeah, right. right. You most certainly get not yeah. a peep out of me. Yeah. And if you ask again, it's like, oh, like that's great. Like, what what was great about it? Mm-hmm. What did you do? It's yeah. like, or right, you have something more because you right. asked for it, and then I'm just gonna keep going yeah. if it seems apt. Yeah, yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. It's it's all a big dance. Yeah, it's weird. It's all a it's big weird. dance. I think that. That that hypnotic rhythm spoken mm. about in outwitting yeah, the devil is the devil. I think that that is a beautiful way of describing yeah, that's it. All it is. And he fucking wrote that one like nineteen seventeen or something. Yeah. That you know what I mean? Like I think that's a beautiful way of describing it. Hypnotic rhythm. I think there's just a rhythm to everything that you're doing, and you can find it in everything. Yeah, with everyone. Else like a, a way that you're supposed to be doing something, and that it's probably rarely ever the same mm. thing. Like there's probably some small change to it, some small like turn of the dial in the way that you approach that thing that you do. Right. Yeah, it's it's always it's always gotta be different. So when it comes to talking to, you know, acquaintances or strange human beings, you just do the dance with them. Like you yes, see listen. where they're at, what it is they're saying. Like what their level of interest looks like, what they want to talk about themselves. Like what it, what it seems like their intentions are. Like if they seem like they're trying to just extract information, Isn't like personal, weird? just personal information about Imagine you. Imagine seeing your and, and like that's not your fucking frequency with them. That is not the vibe. It's like where is this? Where is this questioning come from? You sound like a cop. Like what is happening? Next time you sound like you can't wait to go tell someone my business. Like, Isn't that? Cr- <laughs> I really want to speak about that for a moment because if you're an adult person and you're going to another adult person <laughs> that you happen to work with and you look them in the eyes after your first conversation <laughs> ever in the past three years and ask about their relationship status <laughs> yeah, and then throw a name. Yeah, right. Are you dating so-and-so? You're an op. <laughs> and I will never trust you for the rest. Like nothing, you will never come back from that. Right. Unless you specifically look me in the eyes and say, hey, Von Marie, I'm sorry about that day where I was all up in your business for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, you do have to come clean. You do have to. Yeah, if we can acknowledge yeah, that, made, then I trust you. I've made some course corrections before. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, I got, it's cool. Yeah. We're, we're past it. If you can recognize that that was a nail in your end. Yeah, for sure. So, but unless that happens, don't don't ask me. I'm not about that life. It's so sad, though, because so many people have no idea where their relationship went wrong. <sighs> Right. Like they have no idea what that thing was that they said or what they did. It'll it'll always be a mystery to them because we don't get a report card after people just leave us alone. And sometimes you want a report card and these people never text you back. No. (laughs) (laughs) Not the first or second time. Trying to collect some data, see what things was like in the past. Yeah. So they're not about that. Yeah, no. It's like, why did you kick me out of your house? Oh, you don't want to talk about it? You don't want to talk about it. Okay, that's fine. Damn, man. That's... That's something. Yeah. I would definitely have that conversation. I think it's hard to have that. Con- I, th- I thought about it. I was like, yeah, he's probably terrified because he treated me like shit. <laughs> Out of what yeah. seemingly 
I thought was out of nowhere. Maybe yeah, it had right. been brewing over right, time and I sure. just didn't see it, you which was probably you, the case. Right, right. But back then I didn't really see anything out of out of place. So yeah, I think it's weird. No, you can't just roll up on people and just start asking them. But people don't know that. People, uh, like people, I said, well, people just, can do that to me because they're trying to. Well, yeah, there are a lot of people you can walk up to them and start yeah. asking them personal information, and they will give it to you because. Well, depending on the because right because now I can see that you're inquisitive about certain things, with the right intention in mind. Yeah, but I'm saying some people would just they don't see that that the, you're right. the intention doesn't really that it doesn't pop up on their radar. They don't detect yeah. that. They just start answering questions yeah, if people ask them. Whatever. Um, but that's that's their way of bonding. You yeah. know they wanna. They feel like this is the this is the sort of question I ask, and you all can sort of like hee hee over it. You know, <laughs> I don't want to hee hee. Girl, over girl anything. out, girl out. I over think that's it. also peculiar. You know, to want a girl out, <laughs> to interact with a fellow person of the same species as that thing. Like I don't like being interacted with. It's like, hey, girl, like, what's up, girl. Uh, that's not for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sure, that's never sure. that's never been me. So when I'm places <sighs> sometimes and someone just kind of grabs me in a very familiar way or just like girl or like honey or something like that, mm. I'm I'm really thrown aback and I kind of stop. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you. There's certain things that come along with that because it's an acknowledgement. It's like you're wearing a pin or something. Like, hey, yeah. you're one of me. Yeah, like you're cool. We so cool, then right? you start. So then you start saying stuff, and it's like, man, fuck. Like, if this conversation goes on long enough, you're gonna know that I'm not quite like you. And I don't know if you're gonna like. And me. then, and then, <laughs> exactly. Now you already jumped two feet in this thing. Now, do you want to continue to have this conversation? It gets but weird. but I like that though. I really really enjoy human interaction i find it i it find is, it, it very fascinating awesome. yeah like how how they start because it's always pretty weird, weird. and clunky right like trying to i like think there's a new person i want to talk to them yeah what do i you know what what do you expect for people to say like they're gonna it's going to be weird yeah they're gonna, gonna the, weird. yeah that's a, people have to give people some for sure it's a little leeway Okay, like it's weird. The words are gonna be weird. I, I, I see you. I find you attractive. But what am I supposed to say? Yeah, I just find You're you attract. physically attractive. So what's I came up? over here and was like, "What's up?" You know what I mean? So yeah. it's now that person that I'm proposing to or propositioning, they have to find me some sort of attractive to give me enough leeway to now convince them of the next step. How do I say that? <laughs> Yeah, no, Super it's weird. it's gonna be in, human interaction is a is a weird yeah, complex no, thing. But I do love watching them and, and uh, being a part of them. Yeah, no, they're interesting. No, it was it was peculiar to have that lady, you know, sort of come up to us in this restaurant because mm-hmm. it was like she couldn't tell that I was the most beautiful couple in the world. It's like, dude, you 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 feel confident saying that? Like, what? Why would you say that to someone? Like, how many times have you said that in your serving career? Like, like why? She just seems so so out of touch with the days. Well, she was she's like, an she was an older, server. yeah, she was an old server. Like, like she'd been this. in a diner, you know, for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, Sorry, a, I gotta go to the restroom again. Go for it. Bathroom break. Bathroom break twice. I have a compliment coming for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Got a compliment for the God. We're back from bathroom break number two. Here we are. And so there's we have a compliment brewing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's many cool things 
that I have gotten to experience from knowing you and spending so much of my life in the past three years just talking to you <laughs> or maybe at you. <laughs> but I've certainly enjoyed getting in tune with a level of love and fascination for human beings that I didn't know was possible. Because I used to be the type of person, which is, is funny, my parents don't remark on it as often because it's not true anymore. But I used to be sort of that angsty adult slash teenager. Angsty when, how? Just like I just fucking hated people. Like that was kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of my line. Like it's just I fucking hate everyone. I hate them. All color, shape, sizes. Like they all yeah. suck. I'm great. Like you all just should get with it. Yeah. Kind of thing. And outside of like my seven friends, Can I you pull your microphone down just a oh, little yeah. bit. I'm just not seeing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. That's good. I forget that this is good enough. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was kind of my my line for like five or seven years. But being in this stage of my life, it feels super awesome to be able to enjoy human beings. I feel like this is rubbing against the microphone. Yeah, um, oh, slack. thank you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it just it feels awesome. To be in constant awe of human beings and just to be truly fascinated by them and and, and just find <clears throat> so much, I guess, awesomeness, just in constant awe, so much curiosity, so much weirdness. Yeah. Like so many similarities and differences at the same time. It's just so funny that we just forget how amazing it is to be a human being. To just, like, have the chance to be here and then what we choose to do with the life. Yeah, the fact that everyone is so interested in, like, different things. Like, they choose. Just the fact that we choose to do different things with our time is crazy. It's just insane. Like, it do, it, it clearly isn't just obvious to us exactly what we all need to be doing. Like, everyone's got different ideas of what that yeah. thing is. And if you give enough free reign, you just get to see people go find some shit that attracts them for whatever reason. Like, like this is the same thing that happens with the baby. You just put a baby out in the, sort right. of a, like a Montessori right. formatting or something and allow them to just go play with a bunch of different stuff and, and see like. and just see what they like. That's a fascinating thing. Like, why did you choose that? Right. Like, what is it about this thing that just clicked with you and you felt like you figured it out, you know, just amongst all the other fucking scattered toys yeah. and games and tests and things around? That's fascinating to me. And... Jessica was on the last podcast talking about I I was asking her the 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 question about if you had 50 people at the knocking at the door to be interviewed by you to be their mm. friend or for so for them to be your friend how would you conduct the interview like what would you do um and she had to start with foremost what it is she's looking in someone and one of the main things was you have to be passionate about something. Like, I, I need to see some fucking something from you. That's definitely high on my list. Because one, it tells me, like, if you can't, if you don't have that, generally speaking, honestly, I'm thinking more so about life than just any one thing. Yeah. Then I already know you you're sleeping that's and that's you really know, it and, right? and i don't think i can be yeah. with someone that i look at and actually think you're sleeping right now right you, you don't have access to any of this yeah like you're just looking around and you just take all this i mean we all take this for granted to some degree right 
to a large, large degree. But it's like you you don't see at all what is going on here. You just you don't. Right. Uh, so that's definitely huge. And I think it's a wildly attractive thing. Yeah. I think that's why we love it in small children so much. Like seeing them so attracted to, to different things. It's fascinated. It's like, oh, yeah, the world is fucking awesome, isn't it? You that's know? that's kind of what I've been feeling every day all of the time, just like this instant gratitude. And I try to hang on to it literally every moment of every day, which is why I catch myself saying certain things over and over because I feel them very deeply. Yeah. It's like, wow, like, it's amazing that this is my life and this is what I'm doing and this is something that I can do mm-hmm. and, and and should do, maybe depending on what it is. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. But, yeah, no, I think, I think it's so amazing to not have a similar view on life sort of than what you have, which is almost everyone, because it's, you're not around people. That, that view human beings and just existing the way that you do or appreciate it. You're mostly just hearing how people suck. <laughs> and you're probably yeah. not around great <clears throat> people anyway, so you don't have maybe the best examples. But you're really missing out. Yeah, what The I, most when you don't realize how fascinating people around you are. Um, I was talking to you about this yesterday. What seems to be more and more intriguing to me and I think this happens as you slow down, mm. right? If you're going very, very fast in a car, it's probably extremely difficult to take in the sights around you. Probably impossible, right? yeah. But I think as you slow the fuck down, it's different. you start looking around and stuff. And something that I am falling more and more in love with is specificity. Mm. I'm really, really enjoying... I, I mean, I have found that my speech has slowed, right? And I'm trying to speak about the specificity of something and i don't need as i've told you to rush to the next thing this is what i'm talking about at this moment and so i'm gonna take my time talking about this thing and the specificity of things really bring it to life i talked to you about this when it came to just selling a biscuit sandwich Mm, right like if someone if someone asks a server I'm in between this and this. Like, I don't know what to get. Your menu is large. It's incomprehensive. I don't know. Whatever. Can I have some help? Yeah. As opposed to just giving them your personal, personal preference. Favorite, yeah. You can walk them through, like, what is it that you're looking for? And right, you can, their preferences. And you can slowly start getting into the actual dish itself. And if it's, if it's baked, you know, roasted, if it's fried, what type of seasonings are in there? And exactly, like, what flavors do those bring out? in combination of the way that the food is prepared, right? Uh, Is there crunchy? Is there creamy? Is there a tartness? I was thinking about this with the raspberry pancakes that Mm. it's fascinating because you have all these very sweet things on there, like the vanilla streusel, which is crunchy. And then you have this mixed berry compote. So that's going to be sweet because, and I realized why it is sweet because I didn't know what a compote was. And then I found out that that is just like mashed berries and then they soak in their own juices and sort of create a syrup mm. of a sense so that's what a compote like a true compote is and so to have that with raspberry infused pancakes there is going to be a tartness right to this which is going to play beautifully with all of that sweet shit the vanilla juice or the chantilly cream cheese all of that extra shit it's going to be great so when you start to talk about the specificities of something 
it kind of right. everything else sort of comes to life. Um, no, so done. And so that's, I think, being a lover of life, an observer of life. Like you have to be an observer to truly yeah. be a lover because you have to be looking around and. Like, and then you start to fall into the detail of stuff and you start to talk about things in a realer way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't just throw like blanket statements out. You kind of really look at something and you take the time to try to parse out all the bits of it. You know. So yeah, that's 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 fun for me. I yeah, I, I, I enjoy getting older is attractive to me in these ways. Yeah, no, I've I've truly enjoyed this. I've enjoyed truly listening more. Oh, uh, yeah, just listening to yeah, people in general. Yeah, just listening. And I, I only got to experience it a little bit at work before we had sort of our shutdown. But when people were sort of speaking to me or looking to speak to me, like I truly just listened. <laughs> in a matter that I had, I'm just looking at them so intently. People are just like, and what were you doing before, bitch? <laughs> well, I think people are just so caught up in their own lives that they're not even noticing the change for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, no, but I'm saying... As a as an onlooker, as a bystander looking at you, like who and what were you if you weren't listening before? Oh, what were you, you know, doing? maybe I'll, maybe I'm asking just too many questions because I don't like the way that they're taking the conversation, mm. you know, or, or directing in some way, or maybe I'm sharing something that I think is apt. Now I'm just fully listening mm-hmm. because sometimes people won't stop; like they can just keep the conversation going themselves. Yeah, and when I'm ready to go, and I think it's time to end, it, then I'll just end it there. What's attractive is not wanting to jump the gun at all. Yes. Like you're really behind the train and and you're glad to be there. Yes. Like like you can talk and I don't have to think about what it is I'm going to say. I'm just listening. Until far after you're done talking. And even you then know? it might not even be required. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, right, that's what I'm so saying. So that feels great. So that's yeah, that's a very very cool thing and I think a lot of times especially for, you know, just anxiety-ridden people but young people in general you notice people try to jump the gun yeah. on concentration on you know just yeah. talking to someone a lot of time and that is that is truly analogous as i said it was because it's all about mindfulness to the guy uh joel whatever the fuck his yeah, name yeah, was yeah. that did the, the shot iq business yeah is he's like they're either releasing the bow or pulling the trigger too quickly or they're you know they're they're hammering down on it like after the fact yeah. or, you know it's it's all these it's all these things that are issues and not just big marksmen that just play in these huge archery matches yeah. but just police officers like doing the wrong things you know killing innocent people like there are, there are trainings that could be done and there's so be so many accidents and mishaps mitigated if people had better training and they were there for the entire pull you know what he says he asks people as they're shooting whatever if it's bow or if it's a rifle whatever What's your job here? And sometimes people will often say, my job is to hit the target. And he's like, no, your job is not to hit the target. Your job is to be able to stop at any moment in your overall movement. That's what he says the objective is. He's like, no, fuck the shot. Could you stop at any moment in the movement? That's true control. That means that you are making a controlled shot. Right. And if it has to stop right and it's, here. And it's not just responsive. Yeah. Like you could have stopped yourself from pulling that trigger in any moment in the, in the, who knows how fucking far back a trigger has to actually be pulled yeah. in order for the hammer to hit the bullet and the explosion to go off. But he's saying in that small bit of distance, you should be able to stop at any moment. That's how controlled your shot should be. 
That is mindfulness mm-hmm. to to the highest yeah, degree. To degree yeah. I think it's just it. If you don't know how to concentrate, how to focus, how to meditate, how to do any of these things, and it hasn't been in, like it hasn't been introduced to you, even not even under those words. But if you if you can't lock into just that grasp, mode, yeah, then you just don't know that there's this whole other mode to tap into, no matter what it is you're doing. But no matter what it is you're doing, it matters most to be able to do that thing completely detached from anything else in your mind. You're right, Earl. Like, how how do we run this world as well as we do? Oh, like, how does it actually... Yeah, like, actually it's, it's very... You know, see, what, you know it, what I'm thinking? It's very impressive that I'm, human beings have been able to do this so and, impressive. like, not completely blow everyone else up yet. Because we're talking about this, and I'm thinking of when we took the team for lunch in for archery, which was awesome. Right. But how many times did Bryce tell them, or us, at the beginning of the instruction, do not release the bow? Like, just test it out, and everyone release oh, right. the Oh, like, bow. don't release the string. Yeah, just, like, if you pull it back just and to no, test you your just strength, just <laughs> just let it back. Just just slowly let it back with your with I your was arm. like, did no one listen? Like, no. He literally just said, do not release the bow. Like, And then you heard, like, three go off. <laughs> one broken immediately. Right, and he <laughs> had to restring it. He's just like, all right, guys, again, just if you're practicing and you're pulling back, you're drawing back, just don't let it go. Just bring and it I back. Two more snaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but we just went over it. Yeah, it's uh No, you're right. No, it's it's truly amazing. I I'm so privileged and I certainly live in a bubble and I kinda really like it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so when I do think about it in this grand scheme of things, is is amazing. Is amazing because we're so stupid. And we're constantly distracted, and there's zero concentration for the most part going on. I know, but there's such a beauty in love and warmth that I've found in people's simplicity, though. It is nice. It's so, it's, it's so, really nice. yeah, because you just come across people and sometimes, I mean, some people are far simpler than others. Yeah. But the, the simple qualities about people and, you know, the little traps that they get caught in, and so it's, it's funny. <laughs> It's funny, and, it, and to some degree, it's endearing. You know, to some degree, it's endearing. I think it's akin to the way that people feel about subtle uh, imperfections on, a, like, a really pretty person. Mm. It's just like, damn, that makes you a little bit prettier for some reason. Yeah. You know, I think it's one of those things. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. people that you know are good people, but they're also just a little simple and stupid. And you're just like, oh. You little simple, cute. you little simple, stupid person. You know, <laughs> but I, I love you. I kind of think that about my my deskmate. Mm-hmm. Constantly say that. I appreciate her greatly because I don't think she's stupid and simple. Right. But she certainly, the way that she speaks about the things that get her riled up, is so unrealistic. That those things get around up the way that they do. It's why is it unrealistic? Because you couldn't see yourself getting upset about. It's just. It's almost like she tries so hard to, to make herself upset about these uh-huh. things that it just looks. It just looks unnatural. Okay. <laughs> like it's never like a super. It's just like overly dramatic. It's like. How often do you think that's happening though? It's where where like time. where human beings aren't actually sort of like babies, how they make themselves cry to get uh-huh. attention. 
Like, how often do you think people aren't even actually I think it's all the time. as upset as they are putting on to be, but then they get themselves there? Upset. Because I see it in her. I see it in her all the time. And let's say right now we're looking at a diffuser on your table and let's say like two droplets of water came out. Mm-hmm. And maybe let's say that she's upset about something on the computer, but she'll just go, God fucking damn it. Like, of course, like, out of all days today, there's two droplets of water on the fucking tape. It's, Von Murray, do you have any, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. like, it is so unnecessary that you just reacted th- that way to that? Like, obviously, your response is not real. There's something deeper going on here. But mm. the fact that you felt compelled to just dramatize all of that for me is hilarious. Because it's for the people around you. It's not just for you. Yeah, that's kind of that's how that goes, though. I think that's a definitely when it rains, it pours type oh, of person. Man. Because and that's when I say nothing. Yeah, on days like that, it's like, oh, but it's like, oh, yep. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, you gotta let that. No, yeah, we're not talking about that. No, that's insane. No, how funny that there would have been a time when you would have tried to brighten their day. Like, no, that's not the way it is. Be happy. Be happy. <laughs> Isn't it crazy to tell somebody that? Yeah, like, what do you mean? Just come on, be happy. It's an oil diffuser. It's great. Be happy. It's great. It's great, right? It's fucking oil. Who would have thought that we would have had this? Isn't it funny to be able to talk about people like this, but we don't know shit? But we don't know shit about what? About anything, truly. Like, we're not <clears throat> truly professionals in anything. <laughs> But no, this, but this no, is something that no. just you, ultimately makes sense. You're not a professional. You're not a professional. But you're someone that has insight into things and you have feelings about yeah. things and intuition, like intuitions that have been built up over the course of many experiences and many trials and tribulations and pains and, and aches. And that means something that means something the only time it gets a little bit tricky for me is that when i see people like her or like the gentleman that walks through the hallway by my desk every morning (laughs) on the phone at 8 Mm a.m in what sounds like is a fake conversation that he's having with himself solely for the purpose of people around him Mm -hmm. hearing the words coming out of his mouth that's going to make him look Whatever he wants to be looked at yeah. that day. Which is so funny. It's such an old move. It is. Yeah, can we go ahead and please buy uh, 50,000 stocks of that? And move 100 million into my savings account? Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Have it on my desk by 1030. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but you're a work for the people. <laughs> but yeah, we work in together. Like, you work at the same place I work at. But you... You, I mean, you're making wild moves. And that's not to say, I mean, you can make wild moves and have a little job on the side. And this could be your job on the side, as whereas this is my full time, right? So maybe you, you shouldn't know me in that way. Like, you flexing on me because this is just your side hustle. You don't actually even maybe need this. But how crazy is it that you feel the need to show me? Because that's where this comes back to. Yeah, you're right. It always comes back to because, why are you flexing on me? Because I also know I met this lady from the spa that I really enjoy. She's brought me a shirt. But I've been thinking more so about her because... The last few conversations we've had, and I've seen her less in the past two months, but it's just about 
you know, she works for the people, but she's not even working for the people for long. Mm. And she has this other job here, and she has her own house stuff going uh, on. Yes, I've come it's across like, those before. I support the vision, and I support these things, and y'all got me for these days. This is how she talks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like, y'all don't got me forever. Like, right. you're not going to have me on the weekend. It's like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you telling me all these things, even though we have, I have asked you nothing about this. Mm. Yet, you just keep relaying this information to me. So, it's like, all right. Like, that's that's cool to know. I'm glad you enjoy your job here. <laughs> right. And so, that's what I'm saying. You, you say we're talking about these people, but we don't know shit. You're right. There's a, we don't really know shit. And, we're, and yet, we're still talking. <laughs> I know. No, you're right. Because there is still something to say about noticing these patterns from yeah, people and like what right. these patterns usually like mean yeah yeah and it's just it's to me peculiar to just be a younger person i mean i am closer to 30 now but i'm relatively younger compared to the people that i'm speaking of yeah so to just see things in, in sort of a truer calmer fashion feels peculiar to be able to talk about people that have very many different experiences just based on their longevity on their planet versus mine so that is that is interesting that I can see this guy walking by and all I can think of is wow like you could wear a shirt that says please give me attention in any form and it would be just as effective as everything you're doing right now. People want to be loved, man. So badly. People want so they, badly. people just they want to be loved. They want to be seen. That's that's all it is. People just want to be loved and they want to be seen and they want to feel like they matter. Like they matter in this large ass world, in this in this fucking infinite universe. Oh man, but where, it's so know, nice when you realize you can like go of that. Yeah, That's you just think you know they they want to though. It's like there's all these things going on, and so and so they get looked at. That's why when I was asking you the questions about those, you know, those malignant forms of expression before, mm. you know, like what is the worst? It, it just envy seems so terrible because it Ooh. because it robs you. I think that's that's the line is envy is the is the robber the of joy or, or something like that, no, that or the sense. thief of joy. The thief of joy. That yeah, thing. because you're constantly looking over at someone else and being like, man, I don't got that fucking thing. Like, I don't have that thing. Like, why do they have it and I don't? That was another fable. Is there was like a peacock mm-hmm. that went to Neptune or, or Jupiter or somebody? You know what I mean? One of these like planet gods, mm-hmm. um, and was talking about these other birds and was like this fucking bird can sing songs for days mm. and like this other fucking bird can can go and attack things it has these fucking crazy talons like all this yeah. other stuff and then the, the god is talking to the peacock and it's like look at you like look at your feathers like there is not an, another bird out there that can compete in your beauty it's like ah man fuck this beauty fuck these motherfucking flowers fuck, <laughs> fuck these petals these feathers, like everything that they got going on, like why couldn't I have been given? And then the guy was just like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Because if I gave you those powers too, you'd, you'd argue about the next thing. Exactly. You complain about not having whatever the next thing is. Like if that's who you are, that's who you are. Yep. That's who you are. Like, there's there's so much to look around and be like, wow, it's crazy that I fucking had, that I have access to this thing right now. Like, This is so fucking insane that I'm, like my mind is turned on and I'm activated in this fucking world, walking around, communicating, finding meaning in things, like evolving. Fucking craziness. It's really wild. But what's really crazy for me is looking at people and seeing that they've never thought about any of this before, which was me not that long ago. 
But it's crazy just how, again, because I'm looking at freaking Jennifer saying these things at me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow. Like, you're really behaving like this in front of some strangers. Like, you're really doing the thing in your mind that you think I want. Right, right, But you don't know me. And that's the thing. There's just so much. But you can't read me because everything that I'm giving here does not say give me that. So you Mm. read me incorrectly. You were completely off of the mark. You feel comfortable with behaving this way. Like, and you don't know these people's relationship. Yeah, like, but any yeah, but anyone with some with some grace and some class is going to allow that person to be who that person is. You're going to ask well, them their course. name. You're going to be Which polite. Which is fun, of course. You, you're going to be polite to them and then allow them it's to go on about their way. Yeah, it is. No, I enjoy. There's, there's so much competing for attention. That's crazy. Right? There's so much in a person's mind that is just <laughs> fucking coming in oh and my like God. it's just like competing. You know, like. I'm trying to fucking bag this dude at my job, but this other bitch Rachel just keeps like trying to like saying bag anyone you, you, is just so I mean, wild. But that's a, you're right. No, but that's this a is term. a real thing. Yeah, I like you're it. trying to do something, but you feel like someone else is trying to sabotage. I've been a part of a game like that. I've been a part of blocking. Yes, of yeah. just like sabotaging. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like really, like that's what's on your mind, and you have to think with things on your mind, other things just can't be on your mind. So if what's on your mind is sabotaging, sabotaging someone else's relationship, like their courtship, the courtship stage of their budding relationship, you trying to sabotage that, that's a wild way to be spending your day. Like n- n- it doesn't matter how many minutes you put towards that, that's way too many minutes. And there's so many other things like that, just that are just bombarding people's minds every single day, just trying to compete for the top slot. Of just like, think about me, think about me, go do me, think about me, ponder about this. Is this okay? Is this wrong? What does this mean about you? What does this mean about this relationship that you're having? Are you going to continue to do this forever? What if they do drop bombs on you? Is, <laughs> is COVID real? Or like, are you sick? Are you sick right now? Should you go to the doctor? Like, there's just a million fucking much. different things going on. Are you taking care of your kids correctly? Like, what if your kids are going to be one of those fucking Jesus. kids that grow up to do this, that, and the third? And like, you're not, you're not doing it correctly. Like, yeah, there's just way too many things that are going on through people's minds. You're right. To like to do anything <laughs> <laughs> correctly, to like to do them well, to do them mindfully, to do them in, in, a, in a way of like some real grace and and you know refinery. You know, it's just, there's just too much. There's too much. So when they come and they're talking to you, I expect for it to be weird. I expect for a lot of people to try to put on a version of themselves that they think I would like. Every time. Yeah, man. There's, there's a, there's a lot of people in the room. If you're in the room and you're thinking, okay, there's this person that I think I am. There's this person that I think that they are. There's this person that I think they think think I am. This person, I think that they think they would want me to be. That's a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) But there's only two of you. To even just be thinking, to have that on your mind as someone is talking to you. Everything is going to go to shit now. Oh, it's crazy. That's a wild way of communication. And so when I read, that's why when I talked about that, you know, the book by Deborah Fine, whatever that communication. Yeah, the finer art of public speaking. The finer art of public speaking. Or I think, or I talk about reclaiming conversations with uh whatever her, her, her name was like sherry or something oh like sherry that. turkle sherry turkle yeah. exactly yeah 
these books are, are fascinating. I don't know how much they interest other people, but yeah. for me, they're very interesting. Inter- interactions with human beings are interesting. So when you see people that study this and they say that people's sociability is fucked, it's really bad. And people are really, really, really bad. And you read more and more about just how crippled people's you know speaking uh, powers are. Like they're just the social acumen as a whole yeah. like just how down it is it's uh yeah it's, it's really really bad yeah it's, it's really in, bad for a lot of technical reasons i think i have realized recently that i'm a bit better of a communicator than i thought that i was mm-hmm. again by no means do i think i'm awesome but that is really crazy for me to think that i feel as though i stand out with people around me because i'm not understanding a lot of what they're saying most of the time because they don't know what they're saying uh yeah. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. I think you that's... you can know that someone doesn't know what they're talking about though. Oh yeah, like no you, for sure. You, like if you just ask the right questions and you know the things that called out to you that are clearly maybe they're just there's a wide brushstroke over it and you're yeah. like hold on a second like what there's some like we need to ask some details about what it is you said or there's clearly just like a complete fallacy somewhere or a hole where like the logic doesn't connect whatever the case is. You can kind of like see those things if you listen yeah. intently enough and maybe have some sort of insight or something you can e- extrapolate information from and it it helps you in this area as well. Yeah, you can definitely read. You can definitely ask those questions. Be like, uh. And then when you see them try to start to explain it and it doesn't make much sense, you can see like, okay, like they yeah. haven't really thought too much about it. It isn't now your job to make sure that they go think about it no, and all that sort of stuff. But no. I, I think it'll naturally happen because you've asked them a question They've had to kind of reconcile with the fact that they actually haven't gone too far into this thought process. So they're like, oh, fuck, I guess I really I should really think about it because I don't really know what I'm talking about. Right. You know, a lot of conversations are people trying to save face in like real time. I don't actually know what I'm talking about, but I have to keep I've already I'm hopped on the train now. (laughs) I got to I got to I got to finish this shit. I've known people to do that. I have I have heard of you. Telling me people like, that, uh, d- like I started talking. And I'm just gonna keep talking. And I thought, and by the way, when I started, I thought I knew what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> Turns out I didn't. And then I kept talking and realized, oh fuck, I'm in no man's land. Like I actually have no but real then you're data. Gonna keep talking. But I'm gonna keep talking because I'm because they're looking at me <laughs> and I'm looking at them. These are weird games that are played when you when you don't have pure intentions, when you don't just want to have a conversation. And, and you don't want to be honest. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, just be honest. Just say, hey, man, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. But, Earl, that's... That's, that's funny as hell. It's because but you it, have to feel comfortable. You got to take that out. For like, sure. Hey, all that shit I was just talking about two minutes ago, <laughs> Actually, I don't really get my point anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> So I'm sorry but I that, got riled up. But that would make so for such better conversation, you know? But that's what I'm saying. And it's, 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 you know, this conversation that you had to have at work mm. with this gentleman. And what the real issue at hand was versus right. what was communicated to you first. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. Like, this would have gone seamlessly the first go around right. had you let me privy or made me privy to this information that made all of the sense that you would bring up all of these things. Yeah. But you can't just... Start from nothing and then expect me to take you seriously. Yeah. Because you don't, it makes sense that you've, like, you just pulled this together and you don't know why we're here. <laughs> and I was going to try to let them off the hook and say that they may have had way too many instances in which 
they tried that approach and it went terribly wrong. Like they tried to just be honest and give them the information and it went terribly wrong. I I was going to try to give them that out. And maybe that happens to some people. Yeah. Right. But then there are a bunch of other people that just actually never really tried to just be honest and forthright about the information that, that they have. About that something. and then you must think that your employees are some childish or just or you or your wife or your son or just just yeah. having information that you need to try to get across yeah no i think you're right i think this is important yeah so if yeah. you if you're not going into it honestly yeah you're just yeah no that's so it funny gets, it gets funky you just start you just start talking and you just, just keep start talking. saying words and then i call you out and it's like well that actually means nothing so what do you have next and it's like ah, oh, well yeah see this is and this is why being in the right state of mind to do this podcast is so much more invigorating to me because you you really just get to have the interaction yeah like an interaction that a lot of people do not spend a whole lot of time doing which is just us headphones on so we're kind of like honed in yeah and we're just we're speaking and we're just we're just going off. We're vibing. We're just vibing. <laughs> We're just vibing. Like that's a that's, a, that's you know great. something that a lot of people don't really do. And the more and more you read about it, the more and more you realize just how fascinating that truly is. Because like when we watch these old shows, like fucking The Witcher or mm. anything like that, you look back at these old bards. Like you just had people that oh, rolled right. around with a fucking loot. And you just by the great mentor. Toss a coin to your witcher, <laughs> oh valley of plenty. Right? And it's you scary. and that's what you would do. Like people just told fucking stories and sat around and they talked. And yeah. so we kind of forget about that because now we're in this technological age and everybody's in their fucking phones. It's like, I gotta scroll. I gotta scroll right. more. Right? But that's what people did at a point in time. You like you just fucking chatted with someone you, that's and we're what, talking about what's in front of us right now that's it it's not about the news yesterday because there's no news we don't know anything from the people around us you you hear you hear some things yeah right and you talk about those and you just you you just chat you just whatever you got you just chat that's something that i really loved about um the show that that i finished a few months ago what was it called called the midwife mm. everyone in this town of poplar wherever that was it was back in the time where you just rode bikes. And you had some cars, you know, who had a little bit of money. <laughs> Niggas just riding bikes places. It's crazy. Yeah, but that was that came in like a few seasons into the show before they didn't even have bikes. <laughs> yeah. But you just walked everywhere. Mm -hmm. I think that, that that must have provided, obviously, a sense of community that cannot be duplicated today. Yeah. Because you just know where everyone is. Like, everyone, for the most part, is here with very wholesome hospitable intentions you mm. know of just constantly helping each other out and, and for the most part being there for their neighbors and just truly knowing them like you said yeah going on hikes it teaches you things because you get the you're you're out there for yeah. hours and you're just smelling fucking leaves and clean air and running water and little animals here and there and birds chirping and then you're just out there with whoever you're with so you're going to end up in a lot of conversation your phone you're not scrolling on twitter that, that doesn't exist out there so you're going to be right. talking, you're just going to be talking to people. It's amazing. But then it also gives you that balance because you're not talking the whole time. Don't talk to me the whole time. That's crazy. That's a lot of talking. If you're going to do like a fucking six, seven hour hike, like that's a lot of talking. There are going to be times where we're going to be quiet. Mm -hmm. And I think that balance is beautiful because yes. you need to know what it's like to be around people and be quiet. Like I want to know, one, can you do that? 
Or do you need to fill every crevice of space with like some interjections, some words, because silence is just too awkward for you? That's I don't I don't want to be around that, which is why I've always felt like I understood why the very basic conventional dinner and a movie date made sense. Because you want to know what it's like if you're just yeah. sitting across from someone and you have a dish. Like, what are we going to, yeah. what are we going to talk? Are we going to talk? Like, yeah. Like, are we going to share our meal? Like, that means something. Like, are you, yeah. are you okay with sharing some stuff here? Are you not? Mm, that's um, yeah. Just, yeah. There, there's depth to this. And then when we go to the movies, how do we act around each other? Are you are you talking through the whole movie? Are you trying to talk to me so whilst the hand. movie? Because a lot of people don't know that that will set two people apart. Like, there are people that I know, which is a lot of people, by the way, that like to have background movie or background TV. Mm. I don't... if. That's just not for me. T- just turn the TV off. Like if I'm not watching the TV, then I don't want the TV on. That's crazy. To right? Me. Like I don't want to just have stuff happening around me and I'm not like tending to that thing. I want to do that thing. But if someone just wants to talk to you, like that's how they do shit. They just want to talk to you while you're just like, oh, hold on a second. I'm watching. I'm watching this thing. And we can talk about it afterwards. Yeah. But right now I'm watching it. That could be something that could set you guys apart. But it's also, again, just... How involved are we physically? Like, how do you, are you going to drape your legs over me? Is it comfortable for me? Like, how much, again, participation do I have here? Like, do I? That gets funky, man, because, right, like, how comfortable are you with me all over you? Mm-hmm. That's Like, because maybe that's your your level of comfort is being all over a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and so now said nigga has to figure out exactly how comfortable that is for him. You know, it's it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot. weird. It's but funky. you do, but you do have to find a dynamic between, yeah. like, a healthy dynamic between speaking and just vibing out, yeah. just hanging out. No yeah, words. No. Now, recently, it's like, you know, through a series of events and and just evolution naturally happening over the past few months and a lot of psychedelic trips mm, <laughs> in yeah. what seems like a very short amount of time <laughs> for people in in general. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like everything has just distilled to its righteous and rightful place. Right. It's like, oh, like, I understand how and why I can be perfectly content with being silent. Right. And just focusing on cutting these vegetables. <laughs> I really enjoy that I love washing fruits and vegetables. Right. I really enjoy touching them and, and just observing them as I get them clean. But... Yeah, just like truly enjoying the process of everything and not needing to talk yeah. about anything. Yeah. And it feels really great to experience really awesome, profound things and to also not feel the need to have to share them. Like right. if it naturally, I understand where you were coming from with this a bit more now. You know, not constantly just wanting to share super important or what felt oh, like really right. profound things. Something would happen and you would try to check me and be like, yo, how the fuck did you not tell me about this yes, thing? Yes. Right. And I'm just like, oh, I, it's just, it's like, it seems mind blowing. Yeah. It's like when you're, when you're living in a granular way yeah. and just, you're constantly trying to look for the, the molecules to yeah. everything. It's like, everything is fucking weird. Every, like everything is worth remarking upon to some degree, but it's, but you don't have to. Right. Like there's, like there's, the there's thing. value in it. Like there's something to everything, but you don't mm-hmm. have to, there's also value in not saying shit. 
Yeah. No, so that feels that feels great. I I have so much enjoyed the the happiness that comes with being quiet. Yeah, just relaxing. Simpler is cool. It feels S- great. Si- simpler is cool. This is another, th- uh, you know, alluring factor of the getting older thing. Yeah. Is with that specificity, I guess you stop looking, like things stop having to be so grand, so grandiose. Like you find that stuff in the specificity. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like the so-called little things become everything. Right, you, 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 you just, you really, it's the weirdest thing because it's like your vision, you would say, gets worse as you get older, but it also gets better in a different way. Like it becomes more trained to look for the things that you train it to look for. Right. You know what I mean? But overall, your vision's getting blurry and you're getting stupid and you're getting old and brittle and all that sort of stuff. But you are training it to like, to detect the things that you are trying to detect, Right. If you're an intentional person. And you just keep honing that through time. Yeah. So it's just it's very fascinating. Just not looking for the grand adventure, not being Odysseus in the sea. No. Looking for the next monster to conquer. Like, and you just have to keep getting back out there. And your wife and your son are at home. Like, why does motherfucker love war and just resistance so much? And just leaves us. But you fucking Odysseus. And so you don't realize you don't realize Odyssey after Odyssey. I just got to be on it. But then sometimes, yeah, but, and then you have a, just a very simple person where that Odyssey is just at home. Like the things in there are just, it's massive. It's a world. Like everything has such, such like thread count to it. Yes. You know, such breadth, such breadth. robust, That's so really robustness. What it is. Robustness. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's that's truly all it is. Yeah. It's just accepting that all of that is true whilst also accepting and feeling okay with not sharing it at all moments in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much one of those things that unless you truly know what it feels like to feel that, which is to feel it. <laughs> Again, you, I'm I'm blessed to be where I am and feel yeah. the things that I feel, and just, I you know I I don't know what's going on ever, anywhere else. I don't I don't really know. I have some sort of idea. People talk to me about stuff, but uh, it, it, there definitely there's definitely a lot of of sadness. There's a lot of noise because that's what that's more so where. I got to think about stuff because the less the noise, the less the distractions, you think about what was once there. So you just know that the the dial is cranked up in some people's minds and there's just a ton of static. I think that we do naturally just have too many things going on and they're unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Like, do you really need to buy a house? And at what point in your life? That's a lot of stress that comes with that. There's a lot of stress with tons of things. That's what I'm saying. Do you really need to buy another car after you pay your car off? Like how expensive is the car that you need to start out with to, to help you save some money? Do you need to have children? Yeah. And if you think you do, how many of those? And how, how spaced out? Like what, what job do you have? Could you have a better job? 
could you maybe work multiple jobs? You know, do you, you need to you, get married in the first place? Like, yeah, do you you're really need... happy at your job? Do you think it's important? Do you yeah. need to, yeah. So now when you have a person who doesn't like their job, is just naturally chemically unhappy, right. is not on any medication or has a support system, kind of hates their partner, has... Re- reads the news. Reads the news. Works somewhere where the environment is just not a fun time right now. Doesn't have a great partner. You don't have any fun hobbies. You're overweight. You're probably not healthy. Oh, you giving? Oh, you stacking it against? Well, me. <laughs> I'm just saying, like this is the average person. The, I don't know if this is the average. Per- what? How? What's the uh, percentage of over? Oh, like overweight? It's, it's like, definitely over. It's like seventy percent or something. Yeah, in America, and I right? think morbidly obese is like forty or thirty something. Okay, yes, it's on. Yes, it's on. I people. think everyone is. I think. I mean, you can definitely throw a lot of these things on a lot of people. That's for sure. Yeah, maybe not the I'm not gonna, I'm not going to say the majority. I don't know about that. But a lot of people definitely fit this description. Yes. Enough people to even walk down this road and have this train of thought and, go, and to go down this and investigate this. Enough people. So if you have all of these things going on in your life and you don't know anything about mindfulness or have heard of any practice, like you don't even take walks outside of your home. Right. Your mind is garbage. It's like putty. Yeah, the nothing. Probably just kind of... Like atrophies in a sense, yeah. it just kind of turns in a like, that muscle is just completely undone. Yeah, like, it just hasn't been stimulated. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's so hard. Because I think about that. Hmm. Because my journey has been difficult as a single person with pretty much every opportunity in front of them. So I just have to take care of myself. <laughs> yeah, like and no real responsibility. So when you have all of these real things going on in your life, and you have to give some of your time to this, I think I think that's just. Too daunting for people. I mean, understandably so. Yeah, there's a lot going on out here. And I don't mean to say that just reading the news, if, if I didn't make this clear <laughs> enough, that just like reading or watching any sort of news outlet is just a terrible thing. I think that you should think about why you do it if you do it. Yeah. Because like, people would say, well, I mean, to, to stay current. Like people say to stay up to date with what's what? going on. Like it's good to know for what? what's going on in the world. For what? <sighs> Again, I think that that... I think it can serve you. I think a lot of things can serve you. Yeah. Like, what is the, you know, what's the the statistical probability that it's going to serve you? I don't know that either. I, You know, you might end up in certain conversations with people and yeah. just you being able to lend a hand or some sort of contribution to that conversation alone could unlock doors with the person that you're speaking to. And it could allow for opportunities to be given to you simply no, because you certain. can have certain, con- simply because you know certain things. Not because that yeah. certain thing is going to help you with the opportunity that's yes. coming your way, but simply because that person feels maybe now akin to you. or they, they feel some sort of connection because your awareness, like whatever it is we're talking about, is within the purview of your consciousness. That is true. Just because you know something, it'll make someone be like, oh, you know Jordan Peterson? Oh my God. And then now you guys, now they're more willing to talk to you about whatever, more willing to invite you for something. Yes, be like, you yes. know what? There was a job opening. I think you'd be great for it. You just don't know simply because you That's just knew true. something. So that happens a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you just build a relationship with someone just based off of some random pieces of information about something. Uh, and then also, again, if you did want to make certain big moves, like, you know what? Let's get the fuck out of here and let's fly to Bhutan and learn whatever fucking language we need to learn to be around the Bhutanese people Actually, and do that, you know. So it, that's that's something that people, yeah. even if it's true. just moving counties or moving states, some yeah. people are like, oh, abortion over in this state has mm-hmm. gotten pretty rigid. 
I can't live there anymore That's because true, right? I want an abortion, right? So then they have this, <laughs> so, so like yep. so then they have to leave and go yeah. somewhere else. Like there there are certain things you want to be aware of and i get that which is also why you say whilst you speak to people you feel like a lot of the things that you ought to know kind of comes up so i feel like you just have to have some sort of pulse you know some so you have to have the talk to some people a few times a week exactly that's it go to work i think it's really you have to have have a job and then there you'll find out a lot of things you have to have some detection of the pulse around you but you should be paying attention though yes Again, that, the, i think that's yeah. even more important because yeah. you know a lot of facts and then what you're completely mindless in how you live your life yeah i think people we just take on we take on too much that we, and that's like, we what we take that's on what the I weight was of the world trying to get at like is it really responsible to be a human being and to have a partner and to marry them because you feel like that's what you have to do and then you have children because that's what you have to do and you sign up for all of these things that maybe you never really cared for but you're married and a parent that's another thing too is you you're trying to figure out the the balance between like being who you want to be and who society needs you to be or who you think who you think they need you to be again now you're that person in that room again you got you the person who you think is across from you the person you think that they want you to be so you're trying it's to figure you're trying to figure that out as well because a lot of what you're talking about is keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, it's called I heard. right, like wanting to have. If your neighbor just got a nice house or a nice car, like you want that too, or you want to keep up with their fucking lawnmower that they got. Oh, I need a better, a better lawnmower. But you're constantly just trying to look to your left and your right and see what is acceptable amongst other people. It's just a lot of people really just get caught up yeah. in that, and you don't want to be ostracized. You don't want to be a pariah. That's crazy. You don't. So you just like, yeah, like this is this is what I do. And a lot of the times you're not doing it thinking this is against my nature. Mm-hmm. You're just like, this is what this is what you're not even you're not you're, thinking. You're, you're not that's, even thinking. That's, that's, that's the thing. You're, you're not even going that far yeah. into the process. You're just doing it. That's really you're good. legitimately sleepwalking and, and just doing the thing. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's what's crazy. Yeah. No, I feel I feel good about the decisions that I've made. And that's I good. feel I feel very thankful about just even being in the position to make these decisions. Yeah. I think that's me as well. Gratitude. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad that we decided we, we made this decision to cut out some time for us to do this today. As yeah. Well. No, I, I'm glad that you have found your way back to the podcasting world as I thought right. that you would have. Right. Um, you I, mean, you're just keeping, you're keeping thoughts to yourself. And yeah. It's like, I, like, I know, I think there's something coming here. We mm-hmm. just don't know what it is. I didn't think it was just going to be, I'm done. I'm done. Right. Uh, Time to sell all the equipment. Yeah, I was like, let's just just pack it up. Mm-hmm. Just put it somewhere. Um, if that's what you want to do. But yeah, no, I'm excited. Yeah, this this is always as they should, I think I should say. They feel better each time. Right. At least for me. Um, from a listener point of view as well as being in the pot as well. But yeah, no, I'm really happy for you. I'm excited for you. I'm I'm proud of you and I think that this is gonna be even better to tune into because there were some that were rough. For, for, for you. as a listener. As, oh, as, you're talking about just in general. You're, talking, uh, you're not talking about your episodes. Oh, no. I th- I think my first one I really dislike. Yeah. I think I re- like if I could delete it, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else after that, I, I'm i okay with because it's what I had at the moment. I think the first one but was But there were some rough listens just in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, weren't, they weren't the best. So I'm excited to see what comes forth from shooting content this way. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say about, about people and their level of interest through speaking. Right, like I just heard uh, fucking Stephen King, like he has... I'm sorry, I have to go to the restroom again. Okay, go for it. Sorry. Okay, uh, let me just say this this last point. I kind of okay, forgot what back. I was talking about. Um, um, just happy to be here. 
that, <laughs> I don't think. Hold on. I think there, the, yeah, there was definitely something I was about to there say. There was. Um, hmm. Damn, what were we just talking about? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I think I was about to bring up something from like TV. Something I've seen. Um, damn, what were we just talking about? Mm. We're just saying, just uh, oh, oh, uninteresting people. Okay, mm. so what I was saying is that yes, um, Stephen Stephen King, he started doing audio books, I believe, but from what I hear, it's terrible, right? He's a he's a clearly a prolific writer. But him doing the voice, the it's voiceover, the is the worst thing ever. And people thought, you know, there are all different sorts of ways that this can manifest. Like people thought that that was going to happen with Kanye when he first started rapping over his beats. Because first he was just a producer. Mm. And it was like, oh, fuck. He's an ill producer. Then he wanted to start rapping over him. People were like, Kanye, you're going to ruin the beat. You're going to ruin it. Like, don't don't rap. So... Hold on a second. I forgot the point that I was getting to again. People being... Oh, yeah. Uninteresting. So the, <laughs> the, the, the whole point being is that you can be interesting or good at something, but you can still fuck it up <laughs> is, yeah. is the whole point to what I'm getting at. So I don't mean to be a mean person when I say that there would be uninteresting people to speak to. It's It's just simply you're just not good at that thing. It's just the way that you speak or the way you try to formulate thoughts or whatever is just uninteresting um, or just not very well put together, refined, whatever the case is. And it doesn't make you like just like certain people are not funny. Right. So so like when you're talking about someone that's interesting to talk to, there are a myriad of things. There are a myriad of components that come together to make someone an interesting interlocutor. Right. And so I'm just saying that they're just uh, some of those things that have just dropped out. They're just not there. So if Mm -hmm. you're not funny, you're not you haven't necessarily thought of anything with a very original view or take. You don't have a good tone of voice. Yeah, like a nice tone of voice. Like when these things start to drop out, it's like okay, you're just that much. You're just that less interesting, or that less interesting to talk to. That less interesting to talk to, not just as a person. Not just as a being. I'm not saying yeah, you're not yeah, an yeah. interesting spirit. I'm just saying to talk to you. It's not very. This fun. is this is just not your thing. Which is just like anything else for people. It's but just, then just being an an interesting person. That's a that's a very very different thing, and that's a that's a very harsher reality. That's crazy. That's a very harsh, and I almost feel like it's. I almost feel like it's impossible. I, I understand where you would be coming from with that. Yes. I think it's because people don't realize everything around them at a moment in time. So they think that they probably just got like the worst card or, or the worst stick in life. So like me just doing nothing with my life means that I'm uninteresting. But it doesn't. Okay. So because someone got drew the worst card. No, no, no. I think that that's why people would say that they're uninteresting when they in fact are is because they're doing 
the most uninteresting, lack luster things they could possibly do. Okay. But without detecting that inside, there is a wealth of interest. In well, just that I'm sure that if just branched out just a bit, they would probably add something to the repertoire of things that they partake in. Right. That therefore just would make them just a bit more interesting. So you're pretty much saying the same thing, that, that everyone yeah. is interesting, and then they're just a bunch of people that have not expressed that. Which is, which is you know, akin to us talking about that fucking gene expression. And that, like, your genes have, like, thousands upon thousands of different ways of being expressed or encouraged, fostered. Right. And that eating the right things and doing the right things can maximize your good gene expression. And so you could legitimately morph yourself into like the maximum version of you to some degree. What a veggie chicken salad with olive oil and what a McGriddle would do for you. Right. Are the, not the same. Those are probably going to engage with your gene expression. <laughs> I think they're going to suppress positive. You're, you're probably. Gene expression. Probably. Which, which is crazy that that's even a possibility. Gene expression. That's so. so that was so like wild. when I learned about uh, what's the cognitively enhancing uh, phenomenon. Um, neuroplasticity. Oh, neuroplasticity. Like when yes. I heard about neuroplasticity, I was like, "What? New neurons? New neural yes. pathways? And then just creating different things? Oh and- my god! And like your brain is speaking to itself at a higher resolution? Like what? That was fucking insane. And I felt the same way when I learned about gene expression. Yeah. And that you could actually manipulate your genes into expressing themselves." In the most optimum fashion. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? Like, same level of just being blown out of my fucking mind. I was like, whoa. That's so cool to be able to put a lot of really cool stuff that we philosophize on into, like, scientific terms. It's just very, very cool. I mean, like, yeah, I felt, I feel like I felt that before. Right. I feel like I have felt a new neural pathway make it make its way, you know, onto the, my fucking brain grid. Like, like an explosion kind of took off. That's, that's amazing to be able to be at a point in civilization where we have figured out some tools to perform some neuroplastic ways and then make ourselves think differently. Yeah. In a healthier way. And then seeing that happen over time. Like maybe you can't track it obviously on every day-to-day basis. Yeah. But the way that you handled this situation today versus how you handled it three months ago in another version of it. Yeah. Are light years away. And it's like, oh, that's pretty interesting. That's what's weird about living life and paying attention. Is you can weird. look back weeks and be like, why was I doing that? Like, it, that's, like super, <laughs> that's super super. You don't have to look back years. That's what's crazy is you're paying enough attention. You'd be like, that was a funny decision I made. Like, like, why did I cry over risotto? Uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> why did you cry over why? risotto? No, it's funny. I really can tell you. Yeah, fascinating stuff, man. I think I was terrified <laughs> of life. I think that's what it was. I didn't know. You had that, again, that ever-looming malignance. That, like, I you just know, want to make people, a risotto and it just it won't happen. People are swaddled in and you don't yeah. you don't get past that unless you, get, you get past that. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah, no, so it just it's it's crazy. It's crazy to have access to these things. I think it's interesting. I'm sure obviously it manifested just like you said, with playing the guitar one day and practicing all those hours yeah. and not getting 
that chord one day, but then the next morning after all those hours you practiced the day before, like it finally got to come it, together. It, that was the one of the weirdest displays of progress I had ever witnessed, I think. Yeah, because I would just be downstairs in my room yeah. just going over these fucking going over these chords, going over these little licks, these arpeggios, these yeah. pr progressions over and over and over. And there would always be some shit like my finger couldn't stretch to a certain string and hit it right. Or there would always be, or it wasn't fluid. It didn't sound the way yeah. it was supposed to. It was broken up like a child is fucking playing <laughs> the guitar. And then the next day I would just, I would be like, all right, another day of this. Like we're sitting down and we're going to fucking get it today. And you kind of, I would go into it with the attitude like, Fucked it. Like today we're going into it. And then it would just happen. Like my fingers would just do it. And I'd be like, oh, I didn't even need all that extra sauce I was about to put on this. It just happened. On this lesson. Like my fingers just did the thing. And so overnight, that muscle memory just locked in and my brain sat there and continued to practice right. as I was sleeping. That's pretty much what happened. That's, that's pretty that yeah, that's the that's where you want to that's where you want to get to. You want to get so good. If you really want to be good at something, really, and I mean, not like you can just get into like a citywide sort of league and just do that thing, and which is just fine. But I'm talking about if you want to be a master at something, I think you have to do it so much that you're doing it when you're not doing it. Yeah. Like it's it's in your mind. Like from Queen's Gambit, when she was just looking up at the ceiling and just yeah. just, just looking at stuff. Plays, yeah. yeah, like the dude Magnus Carlson I talked about, mm -hmm. where he can just go back in his mind and just look at old fucking chess matches from somewhere in the Czech Republic 53 years ago and rethink the game as it's playing out in his mind and think, mm, you know what? It could have gone differently had he done this at this point. In the and you know what I mean? Like you're doing it so much, your your mind is just working for you. I find it to be just the same when you're talking about money and making a bunch of money and investing money and yeah. having money start to work for you. It's the same thing. I think it's all the same thing. It's building up some type of momentum and allocating it correctly to a point where it just works for you. The thing right. is just you couldn't stop the train if you wanted to. Like it's just you're that's you're that good now. And you don't want to stop the train. <laughs> yeah, no. No. Yeah, not that. All right. Thank you. Thank you for coming here and doing this. This was this <laughs> Thank was, you. This is this, this is, was fun. This is wonderful. Thank you for opening this platform back up. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for being here. I'm I'm excited to see how this journey continues. I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited now. I'm very excited that you are excited. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, I have a whole new level of excitement. That I don't know if I can tell like if it was ever there or not. Like I feel like I'm more excited than I've ever been doing this. Like I, I think feel, it's manifesting differently. It may just be that. It's sort of like how I feel excitement now. Oh, your your I'm, calm excitement? Yeah, like my calm excitement mm -hmm. where it looks like I'm just at baseline, but I'm, I'm yeah. really elated. Oh, okay. Yeah, if, if that's what you're getting off of me because I've yeah, seen more relaxed doing this. Yeah, I think. But I'm wildly excited to yeah, do Yeah, like this. I nothing about the conversations we've had about the podcast coming back to life say natural excitement to me from what i know excitement from you mm -hmm. so this is certainly not it okay yeah um, yeah i think it's just different as it should be right for because sure. you're coming from a completely different place and, mm -hmm. and obviously the intention is different because of that
I'm going to so have yeah. some good conversations with some no, people. No, I'm really excited. I'm excited for whomever you do have planned in the future. I'm excited to listen to previous guests. Yeah. So oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely got to rehab some, some people on here now. Yeah. No, I would love that. Some new people as well. Yeah. So oh, yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Again, I'll, I'll say it again. <laughs> what? Because this is just another one of those funny life things. Because I have a podcast, I have access to people that I just wouldn't have had before. Yeah. Because, again, you don't just tell your friend to just go meet a guy at Starbucks and you just sit down with him. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But if your friend has a podcast and it's like, oh, really? Oh, okay, I'll him. go to his house and meet him there and just sit fucking, across and, from him. and just sit across from him with headphones on and That's pretty funny. talk to him for the next three hours after that. Like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. So yeah, I take that as a as a blessing. It's cool. It's kind of like a little yeah. life hack. It is like just being able to to get that. <laughs> it's so funny because it makes no sense. Like it doesn't it doesn't really make sense. Because if your friend was telling you, weird. hey, I have a friend, his name is Earl. I, I think he's cool. Whatever the fuck your selling points are, just go sit down with him. Some people may do that, right? But a bunch of other people are going to be like, nah, that's a weird thing to ask someone to do. But because there are microphones involved and there's a ring light and a laptop, and it now it changes. It turns into something completely different now. First of all, I would never go into a podcast off of that being my first interaction with anyone ever. Meaning, okay, so what you're saying, you would never meet anyone. For the first time. For the first time as you walk in their house to do the podcast. No, never. Okay. Yeah, no, you're built different. Um, <laughs> because you're really exposing yourself for whatever. Because yeah. you don't know this person's intentions just as a human being, let alone for but what it, they want to do it, on the but podcast. It, but it does matter to you who is giving you that recommendation, does, though, correct? It does. But it doesn't. That's and, not and good it, enough. And it has to mean, and it has to mean something to a very high degree. I think. Like if if I'm like Vomery. That's what I was gonna say. See, <laughs> see, because hold on a second. Because if, if I but say you know, to you, Vomery, go go to this place no, and sit on different. this person, you're gonna not. You're gonna be like, Earl, I don't know about <laughs> motherfuckers you be hanging with. Like I don't know. That's different. But but it's interesting for me to say that because I would trust that from only you. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm recalling. All of the people that I have felt extreme closeness to yeah. and extreme trust in. And even like back then, it would have been cool. And I still would have been like, mm, like, I don't know. Like you, I mean, you've pulled up Dolo to some places before, just just solo vomery. Yeah, but that, that it's it's one thing for me to make the decision and for me to think that I know things. Now I'm trusting someone else's judgment. I was doing crazy things because I thought that I was being rational. Right. Like I'm going off of my problem solving, which is none. So no matter how much information they had on Instagram, like that you could find. Oh yeah, find that's and different. Yeah, well I'm but saying. But like you need you... to present me with a lot of information. Okay. Like how do you know them? How long you've known them? Like why do you feel comfortable with telling me to go to someone's house? Right. Off the off the rip and then yeah. to record a podcast. Like, well, these are all very valid questions to ask. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, if that makes sense, then I'll go. But I would never say yes unless it didn't come from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like off the rip, and I'm like, oh, right, 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 right. Like if if Earl believes this to be a safe and and cool idea, then I then I trust that. Because if you were to fail in that, <laughs> that's a big fail. 
that's a big 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 yeah, fail that's that's a risky one yeah yeah no it's, it's it's interesting it's it's funny i remembered of the girl i forgot how you re- knew her but you were connected with her maybe quite a few months ago and you hadn't seen her in a while and you asked her i think to meet somewhere in public or just come to your house and she was like oh yeah no i'll definitely come over it was a girl that you hadn't spoken to in a long time. She had a lot of crazy stories for you. Mm, oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So I thought that was hilarious to Rick. Like, I would have. Right, it doesn't matter right. the relationship we had then. Like, I wouldn't have just. But that person now. lives a pretty risky life. Oh, yeah. That's different. You know, like. To them, that was a normal decision. Yeah. Like, they're out amongst the chaos and yeah. the creeps often. That is their life. And that's a wild roll of the die. Yeah. Oof. It really, really is. It's crazy, man, because looking back at my life, I just got really lucky. Man. That's really all it is, Earl. It's just pure luck and coincidence and whatever else you want to throw in there that I don't know about. Because I had no business having a great time every single time like I did. Yeah. That I just got super freaking lucky and I'm very thankful. Mm-hmm. That's maybe one part of my life that I would not do the same way again because I don't... If, like, I couldn't duplicate those outcomes, things could... Things go real bad, really fast, and I I wouldn't want to risk that chance of things going crazy again. Yeah, it's it's. I just I know what it's like to be reckless, and then not, like looking back now and not know how extremely dangerous the decisions that you're making are. I think some people make these decisions knowing, you know, what the outcomes could really be. But I never like when I met some guy. Off of Tinder to go see him for the night or for the weekend or just meeting someone three hours away at a restaurant somewhere because why not? And think, oh, like, they could try to kidnap me or kill me or they could have some friends waiting somewhere to do crazy things. Like, not once did I think this. I was like, oh, it's going to be a great time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to meet this stranger that's like five years my senior Mm. and I'm not even 19 years old. Yeah. So I definitely think I know everything is going to be great. Yeah. So yeah, no, I just got I I got very lucky. I got very lucky. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of risks out there, but I don't want to not take. I know. You know, but that's as, just as crazy a as a younger too. person, you don't want to do that because there's so much beautiful data you get from going out and living it's a life. Different though. So this is what the only time that I would think about it. It's different being a, a young woman, right, and being risky on your own. I think so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because that's those are the moments undeniable. that I think of. Like when I was in group settings, I don't think I'd regret any of them, right? Because the, my chances were really high. But just you know, of just safety of making it out of there alive. Yeah, like yeah. I remember now looking back, I would have been mortified had I been my male friend because I'm getting picked up by this guy that seems really nice. I've been talking to him for months. With his apartment somewhere in downtown D.C. And he's picking me up from our hotel. And we just came back from the concert. And it's like 3.15 a.m. Yes, He's like, Von Marie, like, who is this guy? I was like, oh, don't worry. This is my friend. Hmm. We're going to his place. And I'll see you in two nights. Yeah, like, it's, it's so, hard It's hard being good friends to certain yeah. people. Because, like, how... Like, how I was do, not a good friend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do I be a good friend to someone that won't really allow you... You know, you just got to be like... Fuck, like... That's something I... Can you not go off with this fucking like stranger? What do I tell the... your parents? Yeah. Like, when I go back to, to your mom, who's kind of holding me responsible for you because you're a lady. 
And I'm oh, no, that's crazy. If I for for what reason am I now obligated to go back to your mom? What well, situation am I where I have to now drive to your parents' house and tell them that you're not with me anymore? Well, I think Cause that plan should have been worked out. That shouldn't even be a part of the. I think it's different in, in maybe a smaller town where it's just a girl and a guy kind of going out together and my family. Mm-hmm. Like you would have to come to them and be like, hey, like she ran off because they would come to you. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, like, why yeah. the fuck am I going no, to no. them? Yeah, no, no, they, they no, gonna no, have no. to find me. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, they they come to you. Yeah, but, they're definitely gonna have to. find Yeah, no. I I've apologized to him about it. I wasn't a good friend. I remember that same night. I was. I thought I was really cool. Obviously, because I'm smoking weed and I brought my own weed to DC. Mm. So I feel super cool. Mm. I think I'm 19 at this point, and I start smoking in the hotel room. And oh, now yeah. I smoked it up. Oh, and yeah. Brad is like, oh, yeah. Von Marie, like, can you at least wait till we open up some windows? I was like, Brad, it's fine. <laughs> and I'm thinking about it's it. Fine. And we're in some fancy house. I, I was thinking about this the other day in the shower. I was like, wow. I really just started hitting a bowl and passing it around to the other group of people in a hotel, in a very fancy hotel in the middle of D.C. Yeah. And I'm just blowing smoke throughout this whole room, just letting it go everywhere so we can get caught. Yeah. And to me, that was the best decision. And I'm telling Brad to relax. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's another thing as you continue to get older. You don't have so many like myopic moments where you just. There's myopic. Like just myopic. very. Yeah, yeah, myopia where you just see. You're just one track mind. Like you don't see shit for real. Like you. You, you have farsightedness. Yeah. Or no, don't have far no, no. So what what I'm saying is you cannot link what is happening right now. This happens to people when they drink alcohol, which is oh, yeah. which is Malcolm Gladwell talks about it in talking with strangers and it's a heavy conversation because because they bring that one up with all the like the all the sexual assaults that go on. And so you have these drunk boys and these drunk girls and their mind is already in the developing stage and they don't know shit because they're fucking 18 19 20 years old and then you're drinking and then you're drinking much it's just much and so this myopia takes place where you can't really attach things that you're doing right now with future consequences future repercussions like that's not really you're not even here right now (laughs) yeah you're not even there as you're really doing the thing yeah right right right. you're you're just making weird decisions when you're a kid you don't you're just making decisions and hoping Mm -hmm. for the best but you know as i reflect on this what i think is a bit more dangerous because that's what happened in my relationship with brad in, in this friendship was that some people i feel like Maybe there obviously has to be a spectrum, but I think most people either make very responsible decisions early on and mature over time, or some people are just more mature, mature, excuse me, young adults or teenagers, and then just start making irresponsible decisions a bit later on in life and can't really rectify that. Because, I mean, I, not to say that I should have been making all of these decisions, but I realized over time, I'm like, okay, like, this is extremely reckless. And I shouldn't be doing all of these things all of the time. Right. And I, I should stop doing all of them at some moment in time, really. And I think for him, it was the opposite. Like, he was trying to be very careful, which was great. And then he became too careful. And then he was being, like, twice as reckless as I was being, which was really bad. 
trying to be doubly careful and ending up doubly reckless. How does that take place? How do you I get think, so careful that you're reckless? Well, because I think it's obviously not fun anymore because you're constantly... It's it's easier to do, obviously, when this is all you've ever known. Like, you've been the careful friend. And you like people oh, around you. Oh, what you're saying is he was so careful that it got draining and tiring. And yeah, so you want to have fun. So then it just broke loose all at once and you became understood. Yeah, okay. I think I think it's usually like that. Of course, there's a spectrum of, of where people fall in line. But yeah, just moral of the story. It's really freaking funky being a person out here. <laughs> yeah, that's the moral of the that's story. Everything we've spoken about today is that it's funky. And if you can learn to appreciate people around you because they're so funky... And relax is awesome. Yeah, the relaxing is a big part. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. The relaxing is a really oh, big man. part. Oh, man. It's just, it's amazing to be able to really get in tune with this because it feels great. It feels great. Yeah, you look like you're about to go to sleep right now. I All right, see. this is the third time. All right, we're getting out of here. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for coming to listen. I love you guys. Thank, Thank you, you Romery, for coming Thank to hang out. Thank you for out. having me. Absolutely. Let's go do something else. Goodbye. Get the gym, food, something. Bye, everyone.